everyone and welcome to the mtg painful truths podcast this is episode number 28 i'm your host uh brett wagner uh joining me as always is my good buddy cole kirkman cole how have you been i've been great um just uh <laughs> we were talking about this earlier uh i guess i'm gonna leave this in now go for it because uh so brent brent is a super big fan of secret layers if you didn't know but uh i guess i don't do they schedule these like these releases i think it's is it like it seems like it's monthly these secret layers i guess but this is okay so this is the first secret layer i was talking to brent brent does not know anything about the secret layer i specifically you told me about it and i said i tell we'll do a live reaction because the reprint in the secret layer is a very critical reprint um so they this is like the first secret layer i've seen where it's been a trailer and as of this recording on the first of december uh it is two hours old saw it two hours ago so the secret layer is cereal based brent okay like cereal boxes okay so okay so okay so we had like movie posters we had band um like some of these like dismembers and the um yeah the the metal assassin trophies stuff like that so these are like cereal boxes okay they're like the wacky like cartoon cereal box art they look really cool okay so oh, i kind of want to see it yeah so i'll say two of them you, you look or i i'll i'll send not, you the I'm, picture of the one that matters after i say it Okay, I'm, um, I'm going to go to the website. I'm not looking. I have not looked though. Okay, so there's. Two, I'll say the other two. Okay. Uh, so one of them's a Tolly. Uh, primal hunger. You know, ha, get it? Because I'm hungry. Oh, okay. It's good. It's really good. Uh, what is, what is this fucking thing's full name? Is it? Okay. Well, I don't know why this one's one of them, but whatever. Um. Okay, the other one's Gashath. I think it's Gashath. I can't tell from the video what it, what it is. Um, but the other one, so based off hunger base, Brent, what do you think the third one is? Um, I'm gonna. Why do you think I'm gonna mute real quick and see if I can find out which one this one is? Okay. Uh, put me on the spot and leave me stranded. Got it. Um, I think. Oh, okay. I know there's obvious I, I, ones. I, fa- I found out. Uh, I found out. Okay. So the other one, so it's a Tali Primal Hunger, and then it's. Oh, shit. It's. Galta Primal Hunger. So what's a Tali's name? <laughs> oh, Primal Storm, I think, is what a Tali is, right? Okay, so it's it's Galta. Or it's a Galta Primal Hunger, and then a Tali Primal Storm. So what do you think the third one is? Just on the, on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's probably I will tell obvious. you it's not it's, it's not a fucking dinosaur I'll tell you that okay um gosh. I don't know why the other two are both dinosaurs but this one is not a dinosaur I, I, I I'm it, I'm not I'm not great on the spot I, I can't think of I'm, I'm sure even it's if obvious. I told you it has hungry or it has hunger in the name uh God. some would say think. it's ceaseless it's what some would say it's ceaseless oh <gasps> daddy yeah it's him yeah I'll send oh. you the picture nice it, it is it is happy it is ulamog he is finally getting the reprint thank that is news all right changing so, changing so that so changing the script that, <laughs> yeah so i sent you that picture okay um and that box art is basically what the card's gonna look like oh god 
Okay. It looks it looks really good though. I just I want more more of this card. It's like secretly it doesn't drive the price that much, unfortunately, but it is no. Um. So they in the video from each box, it looks like you get stickers or like a like a fun time thing. Oh, like the old school like you know activities on the yeah. back of the box kind of thing. Yeah. So like Galta gives you like a word search. Okay. And then uh, Ulamog gives you what is that? I think it's like find the wrong hedron. Okay. So it's I'll send you a picture of that too. But yeah, so I'm very excited for the secret layer because I love the secret layers that are like the wacky, zany, like crazy art ones, like the oh, rock and sure. roll one and the other. Oh ones. yeah, me too. Like I have the dismember cool arts and they're they're yeah, awesome. So the Ulamog looks super sick. And yeah. uh, so before recording. Uh, all of our beautiful listeners. Okay. Brent and I were talking. Brent and I were talking about modern decks, and we had brought up Tron. And the whole time we were talking about Tron, Brent's like, "Yeah, man, fucking Wilmog needs a reprint." And I'm like, "Yeah, he desperately does." <laughs> I had not told Brent about this. So right. There you go, Brent. Streaming I agree, though. It's, well, yeah. I agree though. It's not gonna like change too much. Like I don't I mean, think secret layers really affect like a crazy amount. Like Wilmogs are fifty five dollars as of this recording. Yeah. So I don't think this is gonna happen and we're gonna have Ulamog like go down to like twenty bucks. No, they yeah, they they don't print enough on the on those. Yeah, so but I mean if you are wanting to build Tron and your thing for getting into Tron was Ulamog, like you probably it, it's a three card secret layer, so what they're the little pack ones. So I think they're like what, twenty five dollars or some shit? Yeah, I think they're normally like thirty forty, I think. Forty and no, thirty and forty. I think, I think the little pack ones might be thirty. Either way, if it so if they're thirty though, right? You get two of these. That's already the price of one regular Ulamog, essentially. Plus, you get uh, two Galtas and two Atalis. Right. So you could trade them motherfuckers off for like whatever. I mean, I, you're the not only, gonna get a whole. Yeah, the only secret layer I bought, I bought the Primeval Titan, like the box, you know, for, straight from the website, which gave me Uro and uh, Grape Titan, Titan, I think. No, it was. Or we gave you primetime Uro and uh, the Ice Titan, Frost Titan. It, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because um, Rakdos was Crocs of Grave Titan, Inferno Titan. Yeah, and then I bought the other secret layer, the one with Dryad of the Elysian Grove, which that did Soul Star uh, Mage spell, and uh, spell the Queller. Queller. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I own two of those uh, Soul Scar Mages. I just randomly buy them because they're so cheap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they are like no. I, yeah. I will. So I will say. But it's kind of hard to say it though, because like Soul Scar's never really been expensive. Well, I mean, it, I guess it used to be, but like it's never been like a twenty dollar card. So to say that I'm buying the secret layers for like a dollar doesn't really matter a whole lot, you know, in that comparison to comparing it to like Ulamog, but we're talking about the secret layer coming out, right? So I don't know, but it, it is a good. I think it's a, it's definitely a cool secret layer if you like the zany secret layers that are like wacky. Um, and I recommend Brent watch the trailer. Uh, it's on Twitter. I'll like it. Um, uh, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, it is a funny as hell trailer. <laughs> uh, I'll give it to Wizards for doing stupid. Like I've never seen them do a secret layer trailer before. I don't think I've either. Yeah. So this one, it's all a lot of puppets. Like the the image I sent you is an Ulamog puppet. Yeah. That's like describing his cereal, and it's really funny. Yeah. Um, Let's just sell those at. I want to see those on store shelves. Ooh, I, I, want the, I know I want a Ulamog plushie shit. I want a Garouk plushie. So so for the so uh 
I guess to people listening to before we get into uh, the most wonderful time of the year uh, for Brett and I, because uh, it's December. I don't think we've ever recorded in December, right? Uh. Maybe once. When did, shit, when did we start doing that? I mean, we're, 27, we're 27 episodes in, averaging every other week. So we're about a year. Shit, we might have to do an anniversary episode. Um, <laughs> but, so, so I'm in the process of moving. Um, the reason I bring this up is because uh, I'm going to... The place I'm moving into is a house uh, with someone I'm very close with right now. And uh, they're giving me a whole office. It's great. I have an office now. It's, it's very small, though. It's very shed-sized, and I'm sharing it, so I don't have a lot of free room to do things, but this new office is going to be my whole thing. Like, I'm going to have this whole area, uh, and I'm going to start streaming every day. I'm, I was going to talk to Brent about this, so he's going to keep me honest, because he's my boyfriend. Yes. Um, no, I'm not going to stream every day, because I'm going to have a job, but <laughs> uh, I'll have a stream schedule that I'll keep close to. I'll probably be streaming Magic the Gathering more so. As Brent and I have been playing a lot more competitiveness, actually, lately. Mm-hmm. Like, all these RCQs have definitely reignited that fire of grinding. Because, I, as we've done before, I have my invite, and Brent is working his butt off to get his. Um, I'm probably going to go anyway. Just like, Well, yeah, you could do the LC, too, the, the last chance, which will hopefully be better. Right. Um, and our good buddy Nick, who got his invite, he's the one that won the 5Ks on the last episode. He's helping us get tickets for, for Hella. Did he say that was hotel included? I think it was like like full like full bill for him, which is hotel and flight, which was like pretty reasonable. Oh, it was good. That was if it's for hotel too, that was really good. Yeah, I think it was like oh, it was like also like Thursday through Monday, so like yeah, you, you don't have to like just like book it on Sunday and get a red eye flight or whatever. It's like no, you could just chill for an extra day and and then head yeah, out. leaving like the morning. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, they moved to San Diego, right? It's in, yeah, I was told San Diego. Yeah, Yeah. San Diego's in Anaheim. Either way, Brent's going to do, which we'll probably do another episode on as we get closer to it. It's what, two weeks from now? It will be the 17th. 17th. Yeah, so it'll be in two weeks. So Brent is doing an RCQ, and he's going to win it because it's standard. So Brent is going to... We'll we'll do a whole episode getting closer to what Brent's going to be doing. Um, Unfortunately, though, I will not be attending that RCQ with him besides the fact that I can't like just play in it um, because I got self inv- or got invited to go do the Pokemon regional the same day in Arlington. So yeah, I will be repping the painful truths there. <laughs> um, yeah. In a, in a game I haven't played for months. So <laughs> fucking good luck me, I guess. Like my buddy was like, Hey, I buy you a, a an event ticket. I was like, why? He's like, you haven't played. I'm like, shit, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I sold out, so let me re-get in. So I bought yeah. decks. Uh, my cousin, who I'm very close with, uh, he's a wrestler, Red Chambers, uh, he's going to come to and play, so it's going to be a very fun event. But unfortunately, I'll be not cheerleading Brent, which, knowing my luck, though, when I didn't cheerlead Roger, he won his when I wasn't at his back. Yeah. So I might be bad luck then. So, because um, when I came to, what was the last one you did? That fucking faraway store? Uh, that was, uh, I forgot the store. That's name. the one that Jacob's going to this Saturday. That, Comic uh, Asylum. Comic Asylum. Yes, Comic Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's going back Saturday to do Modern. We're wishing him luck, obviously. Jacob, uh, we might bring him on for Atlanta. Yep. 
Yeah, we'll talk to him. He did not. He he. I think he missed day two by a game. Um, I know he went three three, and then he lost I to think... Angels. Was when he like he won out, and I think he lost to Angels, and that was like his his death nail. Okay. Was I think was he was describing? I mean, he he lost, He started out rough. Yeah, I know he went o two to start. And... Yeah, we'll 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 probably bring him on, especially because he complains about not ever being on, but. <laughs> He he is also like I think he's going to every weekend for an RCQ that he can until he gets yeah. his invite. Like he he wants it back. He, oh, he wants it back. Like yeah. To be fair, he only really he didn't want to win. He just wanted a top forty eight to get his pro tour invite and then get his RC. Yeah. The next just get one. get it that way. Yeah. So, but we're rooting him on, and then we have a couple other people. I think Tyler's trying, and I know Drew wants to try. Uh, I've been helping Drew with Pioneer because he's a Phoenix player. And him and I have been really playing Phoenix lately. Phoenix so. is a good place to be. That's a oh, good it, starting point. It, it is a it's a good deck right now. They got me off Pyro onto Phoenix right now, so that's a big thing. Um, yeah, we were like, hey, you can still draw three cards for one band, and you're like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, you know, not ha- or having my invite means I can't go uh, attend these cool RCQs, which is which to some people isn't upsetting, but to me it is because like I like Pioneer a lot, and I want to go like drop thirty dollars to go like x and two or some shit and just just be in the competitive environment again because like i built an arcane proxy deck i thought was really cool but like you know you go to your locals it's not the same feeling as like yeah i don't know going to the rcq under hall and playing a deck that no one ever heard of is like the coolest shit whatever yeah but going back to what i was getting at though when i moved to my office my new office uh we were talking about plushies uh i have a fuck ton of pokemon plushies i have a shelf behind me actually that's got like all these plushies i got from different worlds events and stuff and then my favorite thing that Brent has seen, uh, obviously I can't show you because we don't record these via whatever camera, uh, is I have a cutout from a store of one of my favorite sets of Magic, which is Dragons of Tarkir, and it has Coligan on it. It's just like bigger than me cutout. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite cutouts. Uh, yeah. Take it, uh, and then I have like that giant Doom Foretold. I have a lot of memorabilia and shit. Yeah, but as we said, it's the most wonderful time of the year for Brent and I. This is December, um, but also it's one of Brent's favorite episodes to do today. It's also one of my favorite episodes. Unfortunately, yeah. this episode's not gonna be as cool as last year's version of this episode because it's pretty good. I think it'll be a good episode. I don't know. This like, year was kind of stale. There wasn't a lot of contention. So Brent, I'll let you say what episode it is today that y- we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is the kind of set uh or the cards of the year uh so these are all the standard legal cards that were printed the four sets uh which are uh kamigawa uh streets of new Kapana, uh dominar united and the brothers wars standard sets uh we'll go through the impactful cards of the year um and kind of just go over it briefly and then we'll have our each category of what what was the like white card of the year blue black red green and the overall card of the year and i think that's going to be an interesting discussion because uh we kind of talked about recently we won't get into it right now but it was a it was a pretty uh there were definitely some high impact cards and last year we had the the year wasn't underpowered but it definitely felt like there was a a card above all this year Mm mm-hmm I mean, yeah. I think, was that last year too? What was last year's card? Last year? year's was expressive iteration. We were unanimous on. I mean, it was the two of us, but we were like, yeah, it's definitely expressive iteration. Well, I don't know. So this year, I did. So I meant to tell you, uh, and I'll talk about it in the episode too. Sure. This year, I actually asked around 
to uh, some of the people we hang out with. Oh yeah, okay. So I will get into that uh, after. You, we... Maybe maybe before we make our selection. So I didn't do or color. Like... Yeah. So when we go to card of the year, I will tell you. Or I guess before we even start, that, I'll, I'll say what people's vote was. Okay. Which sure. it, it was unanimous. I went around to I think it was about twenty people about their their card of the year. And I told them the sets because some people thought Crimson. When we say standard, people think like sets that are legal and standard. We do a calendar year, like that's yeah, why we, it's we, December. We, and yeah, we do calendar year. So some people though they were like they said a card from like Crimson. Uh, I can't think of and like Graveyard Trespasser and stuff like that. Whatever. Uh, but I but <laughs> I asked I asked like card of the year, and uh, the overall vote. There were some outliers. Some people said different, but the overall vote was. Seiju. Okay. Was was people's card of the year. Yep. Uh, I didn't really ask too many people to get in depth why they said that. I should I should have done like a a whole like I like recording of it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like put a mic in people's face or whatever. Yeah, do do an episode like that. But uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I just asked everybody their their opinion on card of the year. Like I said, I got I got about twenty people that would go to our store. Yeah. And and the. The mo- like I would say probably like if if we're saying twenty it was probably like eighteen to two was Beseju. Okay. Uh, and then obviously we'll get to Brent and I's a bit uh, vote uh, later as we go on, but it is it it was interesting because like without any context it was like the people were just like yeah Beseju. Yeah. I will say the two outliers were the same. Uh, they were both Fable. So it yep. seemed like it seemed like it was a very close call between those two, right? Like it, because the people that said Fable, they were like, "Besager's good, but Fable's different." Was was yeah. really the, the the argument? Like I said, I didn't ask any of these people to go like give me a five page essay on like why why one or the other. Yeah, I basically maybe like for twenty twenty three. Yeah, maybe for twenty twenty three, I'll do something special. But really, I kind of like came out of nowhere with my phone in my hand. And was like, "Hey, tell me what you think card of the year is." I would want to revisit this next year the 2022 to see if like if it if whatever we say is we stick by it well like, as i say i mean we could do that right now because i mean if we were unanimous last year what 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 we said ei do we still yeah. think ei was car of the year no question i yeah, I, I would have say, to like I, like I was like it's not close i, I could look up uh i still have the doc i'm sure i have it saved the doc the 2021 oh, i just I have to I do, do some digging i think i do too but yeah i think i think it's ei by like a mile uh yeah like ei just so so good yeah that was also when we kind of just started so i have like i'm looking at all my google docs and it, i have like all of amulet guides so i'm just kind of but we were a little baby podcast yeah we were brand spanking new because we also did the 20 uh 20 card of the year oh when well did... we, we we went back another a separate year too like 2020 yeah. it was the one with a. Uh, Uro. Yeah, Uro. Earlier. But that one was close because wasn't like Feel the Dead another one? Like, didn't uh, that one have a lot of different card of the years like close together? Because it was like Uro and Feel the Dead, I think, were the same year. Uh, Were they the same year? I don't remember. Maybe not. 2020 was. uh, No, Luris was also. Oh, in the that same was year. it. It was, it was Luris. It was Luris and Uro. Yeah. Were like the two the two contenders. 
Yeah, they're, they're, that was tough, man. Those are some really. See, that good was cards. a good year to discuss. Is that, yeah. This right, one, well, this one's a good year too, though. This, this like, one's a good year. Yeah, this this one's a good year. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, I'll I'll let you kick her off. I yeah, guess you uh, want to start by color. Yeah, we're gonna start by color, just like. We, we I was gonna say, do you want to do you want to tell them how we bracket it? Just for people if they just are coming into listening to this episode. Okay, so new listener, hi, welcome. Uh, we'll go through uh, all the stand, not the standard sets, all the standard legal sets of the year. The four, uh, which uh, I said earlier was uh, Dominar or um, in Kamigawa. Order, Kamigawa, Streets of New Kapana, Dominaria United, and Brothers War. Uh, we'll go through all five colors. Gold, then we'll do gold, colorless, and then we'll do lands separately because I don't think that's the. That, that I treat them differently as as a color. We, we always we always do. Yeah, yeah, we always do. Uh, and we'll go through each color of what we think was the like the white card of the year, the blue, black, red, green, and then the overall card of the year. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and get started with uh, the white uh, cards, uh, all the cards that we thought were impactful. This one starts. Uh, I put Calamity's Wake as the first one, and this might be. One, I don't think it was a good like a. It's so new that it's hard to like really evaluate if it's going to make an impact. This is the one that says exile graveyards. Uh, players can't cast not creature spell, and you exile this card. So it's a kind of a rest like an instant speed rest or like oh, a the, the the crypt new, effect. The new one. Yeah, right. It's early to see if this will actually make an impact, but I think it's actually still pretty good, and it's a versatile sideboard card that um it's worth considering in your white decks um but yeah that's that's where i start i don't um that that's it it's just a niche sideboard card but still decent to me um and this card i'm actually gonna remove it on the fly next card is just uh or anything anything to add with that one? Oh no yeah i claim yeah. like i agree with you it's it's I didn't, it wasn't on my list. Uh, I usually I, I usually do top two for my list. Brent usually goes a little bit deeper. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll be quick. I'll try to be. Oh no, no 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 no! You're fine. I think I think a little deeper is better than what mine is. Mine's just like <laughs> card runner up and then card of the year. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Clammy Wake. I, I do agree. It's a good card, but it is it is still like super early. Like, yeah. Brothers War like kind of just came out still. Right. Like people are still like toying with different things. Right. Um, Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, next one is just, uh, we all know this one as, or, you know, whatever. It's Leyline Binding. Uh, obviously, just like six mana removal, uh, but it gets reduced by your basic land type, so it can just cost a single white mana to exile a non land permanent. Uh, just incredibly strong. Like, uh, you know, we, if you listen to old podcasts, I was. I talked about binding as a in my point system. I was like, yes, this card is just the best uh, non-combo card that we could play. So it's just incredibly strong. A lot of decks will will just play it, and it people uh, Nick, the incarnations player player who was on the pod a few times ago, who won the uh, the SCG side event in Pioneer. Uh, he played. He would play Nylea's Presence just to <laughs> cheat all basic land types. Well, I was gonna say and, the biggest defenders like play. modern blue white control, like yes, playing, yeah. playing red now to also just play the lands. Like even before blue white control and Pioneer or Pioneer, 
uh, modern went to Ren, they were just splashing, what was it, like, Breeding Pool and, like, two Triumphs? They're, yeah, they're splashing for green for, like, also Veil somewhere on the board. And they could do, like, red for... They, sometimes they would do Fire and Ice, too. So they would play um, Raguin anyway. So they were already kind of in accidentally in these extra colors. So Binding is... Like, Binding was just such a good card for them as well. And, yeah, as you said, Ren and Six is uh, it's something that some blue-white players are doing, so it's even even stronger there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a very good card. Uh, next uh, on my list is just Lion Sash. That's the white uh, scaven- or Scavenging Goose card. This one oh, I that thought was... Would, a, that was a good one. That was good. It's good, but it it hasn't stuck around. Like, it wasn't as good as I think so Hammer did try it. Was it. Be. Yes, yep. Hammer, Hammer did play it for a minute. Right. It just like it just kinda of feel like scavenging effects just aren't even that good anymore. Well, I mean when like, you're competing it, with Hearst, it's it's a little rough. <laughs> but like even like Jund would not I don't think they would play Scoos in the main anymore. Like it's just there's so much better you can do. Well yeah, like um, well with with Jund now they're a saga deck, so why not just play Soul Guide? Right. Yeah. And you have like, tutors for it versus Yeah, I was gonna say, like you have a you have a like the reason that Hammer played it was it's an equipment and like uh you go find with Stoneforge Mystic. Right. So you'd be like, okay, well, you're a graveyard deck. And I mean, to be fair, like, graveyard even now in modern is, like, not really that prevalent. Like, Murktide, yeah, but, like, are you really going to try to play Skews against a blue-red, like, removal-based deck to right. eat their graveyard? When, like, the right. best way to beat them is to play, like, a Hearse where you're... It's something already difficult to deal with. Yeah. And then, like, Skews against Yogmoth is a little annoying, but it's like you're, you're having to pay into it every turn. Yep. To to try to stop it. Yeah. Like unfortunately we've just gotten a lot better than Scavenging Goose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Um but yeah, Light Sash was would be like maybe one of the disappointing white cards of the year, I guess. Just because it's we we were hyped on it and then it was like, eh, whatever. I mean I'm still pretty high on it. I mean I know it's your standard play, so Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh next, Lord of the Third Path. This is the one I almost missed last week. Uh this is the Reconlation Sage in White. Um, this it's pretty pretty good card and white. This is like a a card that will that you should be aware of like going forward. And if you you probably want the first one in your collection for some point in the future, it's just like a card that you would want access to. Um, which which card? Lord Lord of the Third Path, the Rex Sage in white. Oh yeah 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 the Legacy card yeah. Right 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 right. No, that's Leyland Binding Cole. <laughs> okay. We just uh, pissed off every person that listened legacy to us. <laughs> uh okay. Next one. March of Otherly White, the white uh exile effect. This one it, like blue white control would play this in, in both play Pioneer it. and um it, modern for like a hot second. I don't think, yeah, I, think I think it's no. a lot less down for modern. A lot less for modern. I think uh, Azor's control and pioneers still. Oh, I, think they I had guarantee like they the... still play that. Yeah, I mean that. Really... That. Yeah. I, I'm pulling up a list while you're talking. Yeah, they still play two. Yeah, that's I kind of expect it. It's yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, they did just get a new card uh, that soul partition. Right. Yeah. Exile Nylon permit. Yeah, that one actually. Uh, spoiler: It's not on my list, uh, but I feel like that card has been. I'm hearing more about it. As, as time goes on 
Yeah, it's a it's an interesting spot because it's like it has the effect of protecting something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's what people always forget about it. Like for Blue Eye Control and Pioneer, like if they're going after Teferi, like they're attacking everything into Teferi, you could just do that to your Teferi, and then like recast the next turn or Wandering Emperor Resetter. Right. Oh, that's pretty gross. <laughs> for six <laughs> mana, that's gross. Yeah. Reset your Wandering Emperor to get rid of a threat. Yeah. Uh, next card I have is uh, a common card. They called this one was that fit in your deck. This was a uh, Raffine's Informant, like two mana, two one, just connive when oh, you yeah. when play. That was a good card. Like just a decent enough card. It crewed. Uh, it crewed every vehicle too. Um, I can't crew Parhelion by itself. Oh. Oh yeah yeah okay sorry yeah only only Grease Fang can can do that. Right. I guess it can't crew uh, the. Chariot either. She can only Chariot. crew. Uh, she can the crew boat. Uh, the boat and the the hearse. Gotcha. Yeah. To be fair, but... she's the only two drop in the deck that could do that. <laughs> right. So I mean, Sater yeah. Wayfinder is a glorified dork. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this card was like. It's I put just her high good. on my yeah. I put her high yeah. on my stuff. Like, she definitely helped Grease Fang a lot by having a looter that becomes a three two. Right. Because I'm sure Grease Fang before this was playing like Season Hollow Blade and stuff, and even now they they kind of are now. But yeah, like she just gives you a new card. So like if Game Plan Alpha isn't working, she can like loot you into something better. Right. Like if you're like, well, like she gives you a new card versus like Hollow Blade was just pitch a card. Right. Yeah, it's like better than Elfish Visionary, which. Well, I would I would say so because in in, in the certain spot because you get to d- like discard synergy is really hot basically. Yeah, I mean you like you don't want Parhelion in your hand and she lets you like get a new card and replace that Parhelion. Right. So, she's definitely she definitely helped that deck a lot. Yeah. And like I said, a three two body is is pretty prevalent. Yeah. Uh, next is recruitment officer it's a one man two one that you pay four mana reveal a creature card from the top four and put it in your hand of uh, three mana value a lot or less like this this seemed like one of the best one man two ones that white can possibly play so i i like this card quite a bit and it's definitely just like is like an iconic or i don't want to say iconic because it's so new but like this will be huge in human uh and soldier decks in well, in, it's like, funny, in our in our review of the set, I had brought up that I thought soldiers would be more prevalent in Pioneer, and actually, they just cut their one-drop and just play him now. Right. That's just a, a new human one-drop. Like, they don't care about the soldier synergies as much. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't even, like, in the deck, do you want this card? It it doesn't, the tribe doesn't have to matter either like i mean it's just... a human that's what's relevant like if it, was, if it was just a soldier that'd be a little worse but right if i mean if you're playing like a white weenie deck that didn't include oh I mean, sure like, like no aggro. reason not like you would want to play humans anyway but like it doesn't it doesn't say you have to get a human or soldier it's just like get a creature so yeah yeah it, it could be good in like i don't i don't know like other well yeah like white aggro decks like just random like right. other like one mana two ones like right like that yeah, but it's just nice that it it draws a good card. Like yeah. if if in the in those long games. So I, li- I like this one man two one. It's really good. Uh next is a <laughs> it's a card that we got a ton of. It's uh temporary lockdown. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so the 
obviously the super portable hole put everything in the hole uh, oh yeah a very good card in like the blue uh, once again the blue white control deck it's just a strong like they would they, it's main deckable because it's like a uh hits so much like definitely slows down the mono green de- deck i was gonna say even like karuga fires and decks like that have to play that card to slow green down right yeah exactly like get rid of wolf halen elf and something else like yeah it could be like triple like kill three mana sources or whatever like, yeah that's... and like maybe that's enough for you to make the comeback right if you're out yeah you definitely just get all those things done and now you can get to the mid game which is where you want to be so uh i just have one one left and this was a good one the wandering emperor just as a once again blue white control but just other control as a flash insanely good planeswalker this is a very good card yes yeah this is one i was actually like low on when i first saw it and i just like the keyword flash is just so good well, yeah flash and exile like are so relevant Mm-hmm. Like, golly, like flash exile gain life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like she's 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 very very good. She's absurd. Right. Uh, any any so that that's my whitelist. Is uh, any anything else you wanted to add or? Oh no, that was it for me. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess we'll go to blue. Um. Well, so. Or do we want to go over the white card of the year? Yeah, I was gonna say let's do. Okay, so. You want to say which one you think, or do you want me? Because I, I could. I... You go ahead. So I it it's very close, but it, it's got to be leyline binding. That's um, how I would put it. Yeah, but I think it's very close with wandering emperor. Yeah, like she I doesn't agree. see modern play, but she's just God. She affects the formats that she has played in heavily. Right. Yeah. It's it's a. Yeah, just such a good like, control standard card. Standard and Pioneer yeah. are like heavily influenced by that that card's existence. Yeah. Like I don't know about Legacy. I don't really look at the format, but to be fair, Leyline Binding also doesn't seem like it's Legacy play. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's exactly how I'd put it. I look at Wandering Emperor on the list. I have Leyline Binding in bold to say, "Hey, this is the one." But Wandering Emperor is is so damn close. But I have to put Leyline Binding at number one. Just is it. I was gonna say, to be fair for Legacy, like the best format of Planeswalker in that set is Nitskin Boo. Right, which if we included uh, uh, those sets, it would definitely be in the gold cards. Oh, I think uh, that card almost be card of the year because that card like blew up Legacy, <laughs> and that's hard to do. Yeah, like it is hard to to rock Legacy as hard as I, that card has been doing. Right, yeah, that's that's like for you sure. have like El- you have like Delver splashing green again for this thing because it's just so <laughs> damn good. Yeah. Like it's a very good card, right? Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Leyland Binding, just he, this high impact card in uh, modern, like it kind of, you know, basically four color was playing, like was the best deck, and the, this was an easy thing to just throw in the deck and just be a very good card. And yeah. like you know, you heard my argument on why I decided to include it in creativity, like splash the fifth color for this card. It's just absolutely worth it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it also let like I think the argument for me was it made enigmatic and pioneer an actual deck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like they got the best removal that then curves them off to like Atarka. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a six six drop that basically costs one one or two mana a lot of the time, and just yeah, it gets around like Eidolon too, which is incredibly relevant. Um, yeah, just so good. 
Okay. Uh, to blue cards? Yep. Uh, so actually, it's sort of weird, but I had to throw this one quickly. I don't necessarily love this card, but uh, it's just... Well, I'll just say it. It's Arcane Proxy, uh, the new Snapcaster Mage. Really? I still... I don't quite see it, Cole, but I I felt like it. it's worth putting on the top cards of the year. I don't know. I saw some Rhino players talking about it again. So, okay. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've like retracted a few statements. Like I was listening to, uh, so just a quick, quick rant. I was, if you listen to last week's episode was, it, it was intentionally long and we lost a little audio because it was so long. Apparently there's a cap on these recordings and Cole and I were just kind of BSing and that was, uh, yeah, at the yes, end, yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, just to put it lightly. Um, but I, I, in that podcast, I was uh, as I, when I edited, it, which was like a day or two later, I listened to my me talk about Zakama, and I made us like I just don't don't quite understand it. And I remember I was, as I was listening to myself edit this part, I was like, oh my god, because I just bought foils of that card <laughs> at that point, like like hours before. Uh, I was just waiting, like through TCG, I bought them. I was like, ah, damn it. I was like, but so I, and then like I'm playing Teferi in uh, Five Color Creativity too. So that was something I was totally against. Um, what was the point of this? I don't know. But Arcane Proxy. So basically, what I'm gathering is you, you've because I, that you're wrong most of the time. So no, okay. So uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> great. Uh, so, but Arcane Proxy, I was. We had I had a pretty stiff disagreement with you um, about Rhino's players wanting to play it, but the fact that you bring it up, I maybe like maybe I'm wrong again about Arcane Proxy. Um, but then like uh, you know Spike had a you know he he's a pretty like very innovative deck builder. He was playing a uh, a reanimator deck with that, so you just kind of get to rebuy those really good black reanimation spells and just other strong spells so it, i was really interested in that and i'm just like i definitely sold the card short and i definitely just wanted to at the very least include it and admit that i was maybe a little bit wrong it is um we were talking about it yesterday at locals is that like if it only had flash right and it has to be cast also from hand or just cast. Yeah, you can't violet yeah, it, in and get the trigger. No, golly. Well, that'd be <laughs> kind of bad because then it'd always be seven. Oh, that's right. If you violed it in. But yeah, right. Oh, I yeah. have a, a real quick timeout game. Okay. I have breaking news. Uh, if we added sound effects, there'd be a sound effect here for breaking news. Uh, yeah, so another sequel error got announced because I guess Brent was right. I guess they do them all like monthly or something. The new secret layer that just got announced, like literally about thirty minutes ago, is Eldrazi. It is Thought Not Seer, Inquisition of Kozilek, Reality Smasher, and Eldrazi Temple. Ooh. And they're all really, really cool looking art. Oh man, that was. Really I love cool. the flavor text for Thought Not Seer. It thinks therefore you aren't. <laughs> and then, Reality Smasher's new perspectives are often fleeting. Inquisition's kind of weird, but I guess it makes sense. Sure, yeah. You have been found waiting not through not for much longer, though for not much longer than it housed a con- 
Congregation of Broken Screaming Souls for Eldrazi Temple. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so Secret Layer is pretty dope. That was my breaking news. We can continue. Okay. Uh, I'm actually adding a few cards as we're speaking uh, because uh, this card has been trending recently. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm not going to include it. But I will include uh, Founding the Third Path. Um, that was a that was a card, card that Cole you, was low on. <laughs> the card that you were low on, then you won, it, <laughs> won an event yeah, with it. Yeah, and then so. I had to win a fucking event with it. Yeah. How does that feel, Cole? Shut up. <laughs> well, I, winning's so probably great. <laughs> so, it, so it was so funny is that when we were posting a picture for the winning, you know, me winning and whatever, uh, they were like, hold some cards up. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like looking at the cards I had and I was like, damn. I was like, I gotta hold up Founding the Third Path. <laughs> I was like, Brent's going to see this. He's going to flip out. Like, I got to hold this up. <laughs> right. So. That's great. Like, the card's really good, though. The card's it really is good. good. It is very good. Yeah, and is going back to the Esper Reanimator, that was in the deck that um, that Spike was playing. Um, so, yeah. It's making its way in modern. Uh, next one is definitely a card that's already firmly stapled in modern it's ledger shredder uh just incredibly incredibly strong card also in that same deck of yours uh just so good this card is just so good um like i don't know it's just so good you got it it's just good oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah I know we missed it like everyone else we did well we didn't include it on our set overview episode which you know we we cover a lot of cards on those episodes but this one we did not cover regrettably and uh, yeah it's just kind of the thing once you do once you do the conniving on your opponent's turn once and it gets out of bolt range and you're just like oh this card is really strong um yeah like and just like i've seen so many times where people land the second one and that's all they have to do is just like you're as you just continue to play spells you're going to just filter through and just draw even better cards and yeah it's just insane oh no yeah yeah. yes and like it's it's a card it's a card that gives phoenix a little bit more and against like green um where you can actually out like line up well against like the um the the, the big green idiot oh, i'm blanking um, the four four no the uh, oh cavalier Cav- thank you good goodness yeah the cavalier thorns so, yeah, yeah eventually it will just outclass it yeah um and and just a good good speed bump too once it comes to three five too yeah um, that card that card's pretty absurd yeah oh yeah yeah did we absolutely. undersell that card we didn't include it in our uh when we went over it yeah, I didn't really understand like how good the connive. If we don't include it in our in our videos, that means it's probably or in our episodes, that means it's probably gonna be good. <laughs> yes, yeah, apparently. Okay. Uh, next card I have this one. This one's kind of kind of goofy, um, but I put Micromancer. It's this is the four mana three three uh, where it, ATB get a it's their sorcery one mana value card. It's also a wizard, which is relevant. It's also, yeah, also Wizard. Uh, and there's just, like, I saw Nissi play a blue-black control, which, with a pile of these, just to get clinged like to us, bu- yeah, bunch of and stuff bullets. like that. Yeah, right. It's just like, yeah, it's hard to, like, yeah, we've had these, like, kind of cards that, like, get these, like, zero mana, one mana, six mana artifacts, and, like, this is kind of the same thing, but for spells, and spells are good. And 
control like good one mass spells are just so strong so i will say it definitely was a card that died off very quickly though yeah yeah i'll say that too like people were like oh this is really cool and then that was about it yeah uh next almost like don't want to include i'm gonna include it moonsnare prototype just the another oh that's an interesting one yeah i think like i would i think it made probably, affinity better made affinity better it's just like a, another card and the channel ability is just incredibly good too which is kind of overlooked but it's just like five mana uh aether gust a permanent any yeah. per- i don't want to call it aether gust you just like put a permanent on top or bottom or the owner puts it they're just really good like spot removal on top of just being make mana so no it yeah it's uh, yeah a lot of people do forget about that uh that, that effect on it yeah there, there'll be a time where this circles back around and moonsear prototype is just a a really strong card in a like an artifact centric lantern deck or something like that yeah Okay, uh, next is Teferi Temple World Pilgrim. Uh, once again, this is a new card, but I I was on cold this recently. This card, I think, is it. I don't want to say the real deal, but man, this card's so good. This uh, is where we differ. Uh, you don't think it's good? I think it's good. I don't think it's, like, that good. You don't think it's the Messiah? Okay. I don't know. I think far from it. Okay. Well, I just like, it's it's a five-man Planeswalker that protects itself with a creature and the creature also has vigilance i think too yeah it also has vigil it's a 2-2 with vigilance and each time you draw a card you put a counter on it it's just easy to just make two of these and win the game like maybe i'm just like if you resolve it like five minute to fairy and you, you get this uh, like the, the hero dumb area i should say like if five minute play it you remove the problem card and then you start upticking like that's also pretty good and maybe also like game winning but just i just think that creature that you get is just so strong and no, the I creature agree. is like even better than the planeswalker like to me funny enough it's like it just can close the game i will say so. it to me it was very big as in the sense of like i thought it was gonna be very good for blue white because like blue white pioneer didn't have a way to close the game and like that card does mm-hmm. just like close the game right but i don't it, know it, it has not impressed me currently yeah i would say like blue black control would be like this this has got to be better like the best planeswalker they have access to if at the at this mana slot like they had ashiok before which is not hero dominaria hey she's great or they're yeah. great well I, I think like it's 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 so early for Tefer- this teferi but i yeah, think yeah, it's, i'll say that i also don't yeah. think people are looking at it right now no yeah. people are looking at standard more right now and like less so other formats maybe right right okay uh next i have uh this one i'm biased towards this one it's talarian terror it's the uh seven mana five five that gets cheaper based on spells in your graveyard and just war two my standard deck is probably gonna include a playset of this card it's just uh i just love this type of card it's maybe i shouldn't include it because it's probably just never going to see pioneer or modern play because um uh you prop your spells you're probably going to double away because drawing three is way better than keeping them there so like it's never gonna cost like a a, it's not gonna be like two or three mana hardly ever like the the better decks are the ones that can double away stuff 
Um, I, I like it. Like, that's it. That's it. Cool. Huh. I think it's very cool. I was pretty high on them too. Yeah. I will say though, it, it just kind of gets outclassed by Crackling Drake and Pioneer. Yeah, that's true. Because they're they're kind of the same thing. Like in the sense of like spells matters decks, but like Crackling Drake checks exile. Right. So that's like always a big thing. Right. And the last blue card I have is Valdarian Hexcatcher. This is the Merfolk Lord uh, that basically pulled Merfolk from modern into basically tier, I would just say tier two. It's like a trending deck that's just worth keeping your eye on. Uh, it, it's just a good, it's like a very good card. It's another Lord and it gets uh, four spike abilities on each of your Merfolk if you sacrifice them. It's just, I, this card's just good. Like, it pulled Merfolk from the ashes, I think, to be better in almost in the category of just an acceptable deck where it wasn't before. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just don't look at modern Merfolk, I guess, enough. I mean, I don't either. It just, I, I know that was like a, uh, it was a, so I lost to it at the, uh, that was my first loss at the RCQ was Merfolk, and they just had so many good Merfolks for this. So it, it was like a metagame call, I would say, at the spot, but I was like, I think it might be, it felt pretty real to me. Like, may, maybe, maybe I'm just completely off base, but in that tiered list, I think it was the, it was on it, which was on Minguchi's recent list. It was present, which it would not have been present before, so I think a large part of it goes to, to that card. Sure. Okay, so so that's all my blue cards. Uh, Cole, what is the blue card of the year, in your opinion? I would have to go with Ledger Shredder, right? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's not close. Like, as I say, like, rethinking, I was like, there's just nothing, like, <laughs> like near him. On no, that, right. On yeah, it's definitely, like, you know, why we had two really good cards, but it's, it's just straight up Ledger Shredder. He's kind of absurd. Yeah. I, I did, like, I told Cole this, I almost didn't want to include it, but I was like, Teferi, I think, is so good. But I was like, I know it's not Legislature good, but I'm like, I think Teferi is pretty good. Um, and, and, but, it's, you know, it is early for the card, but it's, yeah, no doubt, it's just Ledger Shredder as just a card that has made its, had play in all formats. At, like, the best deck in modern, like, Murktide, like, played this over darcy in certain spots yeah like it just it's absurd it's, it's so like and which i thought was like uh, criminal because like darcy is so good but ledger shredder just like you don't care about the graveyard and you just have this incredible it just becomes card. really hard to get rid of right yeah you can't you could always bolt darcy this one you have like a small window to to bolt and take you have to Ledger. heat it to get rid of it like it's just it's really annoying Right. And also, like, 1-3, like we were just talking about, like, blocks Ragavan favorably. Right. Yeah. It's a big deal. And it punishes your opponent for playing spells. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not close. Ledger Shredder. Uh, now to Black. Uh, I have... Leading us off, I have Diabolic Intent. Uh, the the two-mana tutor that when you... Ha- but you have to sacrifice a creature to do it. Um, it's... I, I know I just used the excuse, but it's also just also pretty early. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I was gonna. I was just about to say. I think it's a little early for it. Yeah. It's a good card and it does a lot, but like pioneers playing it a little bit, but it's still like no one's really like broken it yet, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, next on my list, I, I did live editing. Uh, I didn't want to include a card, uh, but we're going right to. Uh, Gix Yoggmoth Braider. Uh, again, this is also early, but I think this one I'm, I'm more confident in as being like a a good role player in like black aggro or black, uh, you know, somewhat mid rangey. Uh, yeah, it hasn't taken right. off nearly as much as I've wanted him to, but you know. <laughs> well, do you want it to take off or not take off? Because I know we're we're holding out on the price to drop. Well, a I want him bit. to like I want him to see play. Yeah. Like he sees none currently. Well, I mean, he sees standard play. That's not true. Yeah, is it? Would it see legacy play? Would, would that be? I guess would that affect the price that much? Uh, unless they broke it now. Uh, it just it just reads like it, a strong effect for for legacy too. I don't know. I mean, he's really good, but like I don't know. Maybe I thought he'd be super played in pioneer, but maybe like Phoenix is just so oppressive, and I don't know. Yeah. When we did play Mono Green against mono black like it felt real rough for her for mono black yeah right yeah like you don't get the the brave the elements to just break through right that's that's a fair point because i know you were we were play testing a little bit and you had uh proxies for gigs because we wanted to try it out i forgot what i was playing but i don't know against most other decks in the format yeah you're i mean you're just a really good aggro deck but like when you hit green dude it's rough yeah yeah you need to like go balls, <laughs> balls aggro, I guess. Like, and, but straight. even then, like you just get stonewalled by like half their creatures. Right, but like if you play like heroic or something, it's just like you can brave your way through it or whatever. Yeah, you brave or God's willing, like you just have a lot of things that go straight through them. Yeah. Uh, next black card. Uh, it's kind of half cheating. It's go for the throat. I just included it because this was. I think this is probably the best black. Uh, two mana removal spell that pi- that will reasonably get in Pioneer, so I I thought I would want to include it. Um, and it's half cheating though because it's already modern legal, but ah, uh, I mean it's a reprint, but yeah, I yeah. mean I I think another card on this list is a reprint in it. It's the next one, yeah. It's yeah. uh, it will go right to it. It's just Lily of the Veil, just another reprint. Um, I you could almost like to prove a point, like well. This this card has not been as uh, high impact as we thought it would be. Or, well, well, no, no, no. We, well, we were right. We were right. Yes, we were right. We, the magic community, I should say, but we were we were pretty spot on about its mediocre impact in Pioneer. It did the Stoneforge effect of when it first came out. I guess you know, like how Stoneforge got unbanned. Yeah, it blew up everywhere. People were trying it, and then the format's just too wide. Yeah. Like, she just exactly. doesn't do it. <laughs> like, she's good. Don't get me wrong. And to be fair, Grease Thing is picking her back up. But yeah, like, you're, you're on three, right? In, yeah, that's, in your the, own... that's the deck that wants her, though. Because, like, she synergizes with what you're doing. Like, Rakdos just doesn't... Like, she doesn't do enough for Rakdos, like, to want her. Right. Like, most Rakdos players either cut her or play her on the board. Yep. But, like, I definitely think... You know, I I feel vindicated. I guess that I was right about her impact in Pioneer. Oh yeah, me too. I'm I'm glad uh, we made some correct calls this year. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> uh, but I I did want to include it, um, even though it's it, it might be the like the black 
disappointing card of the year if we had a category for that. Um, I think it would be up there. I mean, yeah, I mean, like for standard, she's impacted it heavily. Sure, sure. And we, you know, we have to look at every format. But I mean, we can't look at modern because reprint. Yeah. And even then, in modern, it's zero play. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. I almost, I, I almost, t- I've typed this in, but I don't know if I want to say it. Just misery shadow. I, I saw I, this. For I would the first put time. that in. I was going to recommend that over Lily. Okay. Yeah. So misery shadow. That's a, it's the grizzly bear. You can pay a mana to give it plus one plus one. I saw it yesterday. Uh, well, Rakdos players have been subbing it out for Kalidus. Right. And that's something. Right. Well, I mean, Kalidus. <laughs> as much as I love that card, and you know, I'm a big stand for that card. Like I will say, misery shadow does the Kalidus effect you want. Like, yeah, Kalidus is a 3-4 lifelinker and gives you tokens, but it is 4 mana. Right, yeah. There's how many times have we excluded a card because it costs 1 extra mana despite whatever upside it had. Like, well, this I was going to is... say, so like, for green, you want to be able to kill their stuff. If you're a Rakdos player, you want to be able to kill their stuff before, like, they kill you, but if you're trying to wait for Kalidus, you know, so they don't get any of their die triggers, right. then you're going to be waiting until turn 4. The game may be over by that point. Yeah, you could turn to this guy, and then you can start, like, going haywire on, like, killing all their shit. And another point to this, and I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I I play decks that are just cheaty, you know? That's that's Brent, Brent the Cheater, whatever. Uh, Like, this, I was listening to to the Rants podcast, and uh, uh, Ross said... Like, they just, you want more of the, uh, what's the two mana three two? Um, I just cannot think of card names on the spot, apparently. Um, the two mana three two? Yeah, oh, Dothy? Doth, oh, Dothy? No, in, in, in oh, Blood, Ty- Blood Time Harvester. <laughs> I was, yeah, so, so, sorry, listeners. Thank, thanks for bearing with me. I know like, everyone's just screaming. Oh, no, at their, well, I, at I heard radio. three two and I heard Ross, and I was like, oh, you're talking about modern. Fucking uh, <laughs> Dothy, right? No. Yeah, no, he was talking about, like, I believe it was him, but he was. He said, "Like we'll say it is in the, the context of this story." He said, "Like you want, he would just want more th- of these two mana three twos of uh, because, like you just, and a lot of times you just want to turn sideways and win and just like be a whatever aggro deck. Like Misery Shadow just kind of seems like it's kind of that. It's like we we I think we said offcast like there's no vanilla creatures that are that." Like period in Magic, there's no one man one ones with blank text, two man two twos, blah blah blah. Whatever. In, this in, is two man two two. In but... recent standard of standard sets, right? In standard, or in standard as a whole legality or yeah, yeah. Well, Misery Shadow is a two man two two, but you always can use your extra mana to make this stronger. Yeah, it's a good like, mana sink. Right, and you don't get like if you have like a one drop play after this. Like on turn three, you're like, all right, I only have a one drop. All right, attack for four, play my one drop pass, and that's like you're you're in, in matchups where you you want to race. Like that's a big deal. Um, yeah, and then I, it just yeah. it just has the extra effect of the exile thing, right? Okay, uh, next card on my list is the <laughs> the card that we almost renamed to. Not really, uh, Shadow Prophecy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> A uh, joke, uh, no joke. On the uh, before we got to, uh, so uh, I was uh, there were so many times where I would chat with Tyler, chat with Drew, Jacob, uh, you Cole, whoever, and Roger, and it was just like these one-on-one conversations I had with people, and I was like, why the fuck don't we just have a Discord? 
where we like we had before uh it got disbanded and i was like why don't we just have another one and i and i have like a hundred discord servers i i'm i interact with and i was like what do we call it i was like all right we're the shadow prophets or whatever so i literally named our discord server after this card uh with the art of the shadow prophecy um it has seen like niche uh i tried it for a hot second in in my five color creativity build in modern just never i just never thought it was like exactly what you wanted like some people play this and persist and in theory it's good but i just i just don't think the card's very good unfortunately for three mana like we have other impactful things we can do but as far as like uh not to just talk about my decks i i, I do think this card's like really strong it's like a very good uh draw a card spell um it's actually seemed like it's less impactful than i thought it would be but it's still like it's i thought it was worth including yeah i don't really have much on it i never got to play with it yeah i don't think you're missing much <laughs> uh and yeah this is the last one it's children of the apocalypse obviously this is the card that black what turned out was the best card for black to get for their decks with Shieldred, just a card that just wins the game uh, just by existing uh, a slow drain it stops phoenix uh <laughs> a lot of questions about is the stack empty with this card and uh yeah but the cards it's, it's very good very good card topical topical <laughs> right <It's in> the, <laughs> it is in the news <laughs> i like it topical yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to listen to this next year. Like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I think this might affect uh, some things going on in the future. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but that is that is my entire list of uh, black cards. Uh, I don't think it's much discussion. Shieldred, I thought, was just the black card of the year. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it's close either. It's not close. Like I would have thought, Lily would maybe been in the discussion, but I, it's, it's, I don't think it is. And no, children, children made Rakdos like way, way better. Right. It's and yeah, you have a uh, modern decks that you played in now. You yes. can, you could say that now. Um, being <laughs> yes. a sideboard and the Yagma. <laughs> yeah, Yagma sideboards it. Like yeah, no, it's it's very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, to red. To red. Uh, to red all right uh, so we'll start off with uh, a card that i would have to include uh is it's just big score uh just a incredibly good uh card in the <laughs> blue red creative i guess it's only there so maybe i shouldn't include it but um it's just a good card for me um i'm gonna i'm typing because i'm adding a card right now Bitter Reunion. <laughs> uh, I'm about to add another one, too. Bitter Reunion. This is the Tormenting Voice uh, enchantment. Uh, that's optional. So you can discard a card, draw two. I don't know why you would choose to not do that. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of uh, Jund Reanimator decks kind of flourishing. And maybe this is my just awareness of these these niche decks. But they are playing this card for to either reanimate with Persist or just like give... Uh, Archon haste, just so you can, if you know, if the trigger wasn't enough, get yourself a second trigger by get by letting it get into the red zone and just like do a splash nine damage basically by attacking. They have to pitch another card. You draw an extra card. You know, all this stuff. Uh, it's it seems like it's 
way better than I thought it was. And yeah, definitely had to just slap it on the list too. I was gonna say on the surface, um, I, I agree. It it definitely uh, I would not have put that card on here on the surface, but it definitely is affecting a lot. Right, and, and maybe it's just the timing of this release. Because um, if we recorded this last week, I would have just like skipped over it and moved on. Oh, but 100%. I, yeah, but I just, I like I just bought foils of this card. Just I didn't have to. Like you know, it's a common card in a standard set. I could have waited, but I'm like, no, let's just go and get it. It's cheap just in case just in case uh, uh this card i did buy foils of already it's brotherhoods in this is new anger of the gods with uh also shatter i i think this card's like actually th- a slightly overrated but i think it's like worth including which which card brotherhoods in oh yeah, yeah, yeah. did you say yeah. slightly overrated yeah a little bit i mean maybe i don't know it's it's really good uh, the verse like i, I guess I, I i i'm just like a little sus on it over like exiling is relevant i'm just thinking like this compared to anger of the gods like like when's the bottom mode relevant is like that's I mean, that's what it's, it's format dependent i think the argument is it versus sweltering sun more so yeah yeah well i think i said this before like sweltering sun is like a better main deck card because you can at least trade it in for a different card but yes but like in the sideboard if exile isn't relevant or artifacts are then like this is obviously better but i just i don't see this yeah but i i feel like you compare all like you include compare all of these three mana deal three sweepers together personally I don't know, Cole. <laughs> okay, uh, next next card, just Fable the Mirror Breaker. This card was bananas. Uh, it it's just it sees plays in so many red decks, uh, and there's there's been t- plenty of times like recently. I I'm playing. I played this on turn three. Opponent Besages. They're just like open face up. They're like, uh, I'll you can take a three for one. Like I'll get a land. Uh, I and I'll get a, a, a person, and you're trading a card for the actual card. Like, I feel like people. Uh, this may sound crazy, but I think people might overrate killing this thing. Maybe not, but I'm just like it's like I don't know. The card's good. The card's insanely good. There's been so many times. Like just um. I mean, I don't have to sell people on this card. Like, we all know it's good, but it Solano's created... Solano's Law! Yeah, it's Solano's Law. We create a law of this card. It it made it gave me eight treasure tokens, and I cast Archon, and then cast Creativity for X equals three in the same turn. It was bananas. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I, mean, I know I don't have to sell you guys on this card. This card just is straight up bonkers. Definitely, um, when it got spoiled, I didn't think it was gonna be as good. But it, dude, the card is gross. Yeah, I, I like, I, this, I was like, oh, you have to wait another turn for reflection to actually be activated. Looting seems okay. The token, if you get through, is okay. Like that's probably was my day one take of this card. I actually don't remember what I said about this card. Like, did we? I hope we at least included it. I'm sure we did. I mean, I don't know. I we're. 
we can be pretty dumb sometimes. Cole, yeah, our so. track record's not great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, full, full turn around. The token's fifteen dollars. Like this card is just bananas. Um, really, really good card. Um, I guess, and I guess we already said like some people thought it was card of the year too. So. Oh yeah. I wonder if it'll be the red card of the year though. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> next, next I have fires of victory. This card I was a little late to the party on how good it was but man i just kept adding cart adding this cop copies of this card into some of my red decks and um still like to this day sees play yes yeah it is very very good yeah it's just i'm just surprised how many times like i know like when uh you play times where it you just took two mana deal five like that's just so strong like a lot yeah, there's a lot of five yeah, toughness a... idiots in the format right or you have even... six cards in hand and kill a cavalier yeah I, don't, I think like this might be crazy but do you think like phoenix will play if lightning accident exists like i think they'd they have, to. have to yeah how like... you kill shieldred right and like shieldred's absurd like you have to be able <laughs> to answer shieldred right yeah Okay, uh, Okay, I just have a few more cards left. Uh, I have Kumano faces Kakazan. This is a card also I was like, didn't realize how insane this card was. Just like incredibly good one drop that makes your two drops really good and is a goblin guide on the next turn. It's just so good. Oh, Kumano? Yeah, fucking hate Kumano faces <laughs> Kakazan. I knew, usually get stressed out when I see it. Oh god, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and I have Phoenix Chick next. Uh, just a really like in in the like a really good red aggro card. Like Gruel Tarka and, and Pioneer, obviously really good. Um, just evasive one one haste flying. It's it like it's good. Yes. Yeah. I, and obviously, it just like just gets better. Like it, like <laughs> in the, in the late game, if you just like keep attacking, it has the kind of I don't know if it's, is it close to Win Mori if you're able to like actually escape like is it escape or like re like re return it in combat with two like as a two two it's I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it doesn't come up that often, but it's it can't it more than likely can't or doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, I have I can't believe I didn't include it. It's a blittering bolt, the new um, lava coil. Lava coil. Yeah. It playable card like i don't i mean it's really... very very good it hits planeswalkers it, right. it's what old lava coil would have been like before the planeswalker <laughs> rule change right right exactly stupid yeah <laughs> um yeah it's good no good yes very good card good. card was needed yeah uh last card i have is just strangle this like once again just a, a bolt that goes that doesn't hit players but it hits planeswalkers this card's like pretty good for sorcery yeah, as i say i forgot to hit planeswalkers yeah. yeah like uh phoenix was playing it for a hot second like it would be in their flex removal suite it's not now but it could definitely just come around as being oh yeah good. i mean it's it's good yeah okay uh there's a few other good red cards but i think this list is pretty good um and did do you think i missed anything no that had to be it there's no way I I can't, almost, I can't think of anything. I would have put Mistress Command, um, like 
as oh. a car. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think I'd put it in the running. <sighs> okay. I'm just saying some of my some of my people are playing it, so therefore it's good. What people? My people. My my creativity people. <laughs> Y'all just put down cards. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Fable of the Mirror Breaker, obviously the red card of the year. It's just oh yeah, it's yeah. also with Ledger Shredder in the not close category. Yep, yep. And this will be, and now uh, we'll go to green. This is going to be our shortest list. This was oh, very... I think it's like two cards, right? I added a third one. Oh, okay, uh, almost a fourth one, but really, it's just it's it, it's not good. It's not good. And the first, the first one, year, barely... it's the first year green's been really bad. Yeah. The first one barely counts. It's just Terrace Under. Like, it's just a... Oh, right. Yeah. Like, I... I it depict, Like, depending on your rules, I, I it, to me, it's like, I go by the top right corner, not by color identity. Um, but, yeah. This... this uh, Terrace Under was, like, a good uh, sideboard card. Um, that's... that's I guess that's it. Like, like it, we would play it in, uh, I think, Titan might have considered playing it for a hot second that's just good it's just a yeah, good it's just, it's just a good card yeah uh next i have titan of industry this card i was had high hopes for 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 primeval titan decks but then we we're like you know it sucks Our and decks also uh, bad that yeah right and uh but it is like the top end in several pioneer decks like you cheated out with uh uh the um transmogrify or it's a top end in incarnation decks so it's just like being a high-end like the game-winning card and just like the the modes of it allow you to do so many different uh different things that are for whatever whatever is the relevant thing to do you can just do it so big fan uh last one apparently i didn't do it in alphabetic order and this one i just added was just haywire might uh, this is the. It's actually a colorless card. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, by your by your rule earlier. No, 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 to... no. But but it's but I do it, so it's fine. Because Arcane Proxy was is technically also a colorless. I, card. I know, but then you just stated your rule, and you were like, no. my rule is, I go by the top top right corner." Well, right, you're cheating. Well, then, your then, rule. then Arcane Proxy should It'd be, be in. No, yeah, but no, but Colt, let me have this. Let well, me... also, Arcane Proxy is different because if you prototype it, it's blue. <sighs> Green needs the help, Cole. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's fair. It does. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to message us and be like, I can't believe you, you forgot so-and-so. And Brent and I, like, spent... spent I, I did, like, three laps on Green. Yeah, we, we, spent, we were talking to each other when we were looking, too. Yeah, like, these car there are some cards that we thought might have been initially, like, Silverback Elder, but, like, that card's not that's good. A, no, and it doesn't even see standard play. Like, it's... Yeah, no, Right. It's, yeah, yeah, like, so, so, hey, why am I hating? Yeah, there's like yeah, there's fight rigging. That was a deck for like a, a hot minute, and then like as a mean. I think deck. it might still be a standard deck, maybe. Yeah, maybe, sure. Yeah, but like that's like a big maybe. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, audacity may. That, that one's also may, probably honorary yeah. mention, but it's still. I mean, the bar's so low. Maybe we just include it. <laughs> Um, but for uh, what, what would you say is the is the green card of the year? Titan of Industry. Yeah, me too. 
There's literally standard reanimator decks that are built around just pooping it out. Right, yeah. And then it, with the help of Fable Mirror Breaker, it just becomes absurd. Yeah. Like, it, it on its own is a very good card, so. R- right, yeah. Like, if the worst mode on the card is put a shield counter on something, like, then that's pretty absurd. Yeah. And, it, like, its floor is still a vanilla 7. Like, I don't want to say vanilla. Well, it but it's a 7 out of 7, 7. It reach, trample. And trample, yeah. And we're like, yeah, this will, we could block Merc Tide now. And then we're like, we don't like, care about interacting. Yeah, as I say, a force case scenario is like make a five or make a four, four gain five. It's like, that's still really good. Right. Okay. Uh, now to gold cards. I hope I don't miss any because there's, you know, gold cards. There's so many, like, typically there's some really good uh, gold cards. Um, but the first one I have, and this is, this one's not going to be alphabetical. Um, because it it sorts it weird in Scryfall, and I'm not going to change it now. Uh, so I'm going to start with Tainted Indulgence. This card I thought was bananas when it first came out. I don't it's think like I a, was like that high on it, but I definitely thought it was good. Yeah, it's like instant charter course most of the time, but it it fuels these like maybe I want to interact, or if the, if not, if they don't do anything, then I'll just like draw two pitch my worst card. Like I thought that was just pretty good. And going back to uh, to spikes reanimators like like this this sees play in those reanimator shells, yeah, and, and persist decks like in, in modern like it's just it's a fine card. Uh, next I have is just Obnixilus the adversary. Uh, I would say this might be like the the disappointing card of the year for overall if we had that category. So I'm just adding categories now. <laughs> but, 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 Cole, I did buy a foil of this card just recently because some of the gen reanimator decks would play this in the board. Good card. Yeah. You're this this gonna... card I thought was going to be the Messiah. Like, I thought this was going to be super, super good. I never thought... So, here's my opinion on him. I didn't think okay. he was going to be... the. So, a lot of people looked at the chariot thing with him. Yeah. Making multiple Obnix lists, you know? I never thought that was going to be that good, but I definitely thought making two Obnixilis would be good. And in most cases, it is. Like, making two Obnixilis sometimes is just backbreaking. Right. But it's just the sacrifice decks alone just aren't really, like, that good. And he's very narrow. Like, if you're in Bractos, you don't really want to get rid of your Blood Tithe Harvester for him. Right. Because he doesn't really do anything against green. Like, and that's a big thing. Yeah. Because they just go through him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it made uh, not indomitable. What is it? Transmogrify. They would play uh, the transmogrify deck splash black, so you can get rid of your uh, the the seven seven that we were just talking about. Tide of industry, and then you play it on mix list. Ulted immediately and kill your opponent. Yeah. So I mean, there are there he he sees play. Yeah. It it's it's just. Uh, I thought it was going to be just like a really good black red planeswalker, uh, but it just it's it's like a role player in these niche decks. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I was like pretty far off with where I thought it would land, unfortunately. Um, but let's talk about a not disappointing card. That's Grease Fang. Um, just like oh my a, god, I forgot about Grease Fang. Yeah. How could you? This is your card. I forgot, dude. That card feels so old. Like it's <laughs> it kind of, it's surprised. Yeah, it was this year. Like 
It was, like, yeah. The Grease Fang deck feels like it's been around forever. It's crazy that it was... Uh, yeah, it's just so... It's like just this year. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, but it's like... Obviously, it's a card we have to include for the gold cards. Um, just like... One of the be- one of the better decks in in Pioneer, like this makes the deck happen. This is the engine that you have to have to win the game, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you don't name you- a deck after something and then it not be relevant. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Greasing, greasing. Good. Uh, next, this was a new card. Sahili, uh, filigree master. The card is good. Yeah, it's the new Planeswalker. Yeah, new new Sahili that uh, create like get, creates tokens, uh, does other dope stuff. That's good. I think I opened at least one. I opened one yesterday. I might have a second one also somewhere. So yeah, yay me. Uh, next one, actually, right next to it in the list is Third Path Iconoclast. Obviously, we talked about this card quite a bit, but. I think this card is like, obviously you, you we, we, I bought a bunch of foils of this card, um, and people are really high on it in modern. And I think maybe we underestimated the difference between cast a non-creature spell and cast an instant sorcery spell a little bit. Like that's a huge difference. No, I respected that. I feel like I maybe didn't. No, I don't think you did. No, because that was my biggest argument was with that and uh, the saga. The colorless. Oh, oh, sure, 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 yeah. Because you could, like, it would make a token off Saga and Jace. Yeah, Saga, Jace, like, in, in Modern, you could play Bobble, create a token. Yep. Like, there's so many non-creature spells that aren't just, like, not, like, yeah. Yeah, definitely didn't respect it enough. Like, it, and I knew, like, when you, I was sold when you said, all right, the, the tokens can block a Braved, Braved the Elements white creatures. Like, oh, yeah, they're great. This card's strictly better, basically, <laughs> at that point. Um, well, I mean, now there's a there's eight of them. <laughs> like, there's a whole deck of eight. Right. Yeah. Eight that's pyros. that is a, a build. Yeah. Eight pyro. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the card is very good. Um, let's look at the rest of the cards. I, I have to include Soul of Wind Grace. Uh, just kind of, I just like it's it's a deck that, it's, I mean, it's 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 a it's a card. It's like a one of in these decks sometimes. Um, I, yeah. Just take your opponent's lands. <laughs> in in you just pitch your lands, do stuff. It's all right. It's got text. It it has, this has a lot of text. I'm I'm just like compared to like a lot of the other gold cards, I'm just like less interested in this. I, I don't know. Uh, and that's actually all the colorless, or the I'm sorry, the gold cards I have on my list. Um, Cole, I ask you if there's something that you thought I missed because there's so many good. I'm, gold I'm cards. looking now, actually, and I don't think so. There are a lot of like speculation about the uh, the streets of New Capanna. Like, there's a lot of the tricolor. Uh, actually, I don't. Soul Winker is actually the only tricolor. Oh, card. Uh, Rafine, I I had put on there for standard. Oh, Rafine, sure. Okay. Yeah, but I think I mean, that's I, it. I wanted to include some of them, um, but I just don't think they were very good. 
Like yeah. people will talk about broke like like the three color like Broker's Charm. It's like oh right, it's a new new card you can draw to and do other stuff. And it's like no, these it pretty quickly they were deemed not very good. No, I think it's just Rafine for standard, and Rafine's very good. Yeah. Okay, uh, so what do you think is the gold card of the year? It's got to be the Iconoclast. Yeah, that's where that's where I wound up too. I think like just Grease Fang. Just... Yeah, I don't know. Like thinking about Grease Fang, remembering Grease Fang now, like it, dude, it's like almost. I actually think it might have to be Grease Fang because Grease Fang like created a, an archetype. Yeah. That, be, that became tier one in a format. That's true. Like that deck cannot exist without Grease Fang. No, no, that's for sure. Like it's like Iconoclast made decks better, but it didn't outright create. Yeah, something. I think like third Iconoclast being like it's early. Yeah, you know we've made this disclaimer so many times, but it's it the fact that it just it's in modern now also like Greasefang. But it's not even really, modern, really that much in modern. It's not, but it has like that's the, a, that like because Greasefang was also really in modern at its at its uh. Uh, yeah, that was. I think that's where like some Spike, of the Bruce started. Yeah, well, yeah, because Spike posted it in Modern with uh, that bad looting. Uh, do it tainted indulgence? No, no. Faith- oh, the the blue white faithful mending. No, the the red one with that with rebound. Oh, ooh, the really bad one. Okay, the one with susp- like a uh, rebound or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's definitely between those two. You might be right. Like. Like, I totally forgot about Greasefang, because I felt like Greasefang, because of the fact that it created that whole archetype, I thought it had been around forever. Yeah. Because Greasefang has felt like it's, you know, been something in the format since, like, you know, day one. Yeah, time moves differently in Pioneer, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, you've been playing Grease for, like, I like Greasefang. Uh, I, I like Greasefang a lot. Yeah, you're like the Greasefang uh, Jesus locally, like, people yeah, me, come to me you. And- me and Alec. Yeah, right, exactly. But we're both playing okay. different decks right now, so Right, yeah, yeah, you're playing what what's he playing? Oh, he's playing he, Transmogrify. Yeah, he? he's playing Transmogrify. He's trying to make it work. No, he's trying to make mono red uh big mono red work. Oh, just like red mid range or whatever. Or red white. We're we, mm. me and Nick have been helping him out, so Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, uh I guess we'll go to colorless. Uh so I'm gonna start with uh I almost think this card should be black. Um I put Razor Lash Transmogrant, that's the new scavenging goose that gets reduced. Even uh, so scavenger, not scavenging goose, the scrappy Scrappy Scavenger. Oh my god. Thank you. Help and me. It comes, and it comes back <laughs> as a, it comes back as a four too. Yeah, right, exactly. I put it there because I think it's so good, um, and like as a scavenger replacement, so much of the time, like I wanted to include it. Um, I, I think like in that black aggro deck that we were kind of theory crafting with Gix, like this would be a pretty good card in that deck too. Oh yeah, um, this is like a good black. I will attack no matter what kind of card. I guess it doesn't mean that. Not attack no matter what, but just like you'll. You'll attack with this thing, and you're okay if it dies in trades. Um, maybe I should put that in black, but we're kind of past it. Uh, next is uh, Karn Silex. This card I thought was going to be a little bit better. Um, 
It never really caught on. No, I don't, I don't think green like. I think Etron plays it. Yeah, it's probably like you know they don't get EE access to EE with their Karns. Yeah, I think they played in the main. Too. Oh really? Yeah, when when we were looking at Etron earlier, I saw one in the main. It's okay. like three dismembers and uh, Silex. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, just like a face-up sweepers. Meh. <laughs> yeah, meh. <laughs> uh, next I have is patchwork uh, autom- uh, automation. I almost going to say that. Like, this was... Like, I saw this in scales personally. Uh, like, just a really good card there. Uh, I think it's all playing, like, like, the mono-white, like artifact deck in pioneer but i think like this card is like better than it's uh than what we're seeing in present day magic like i think this card just so good it, it, that it will it will just improve as time goes on in some capacity in some deck yeah i think it made scales a lot lot better yeah i think so too um like, yeah war two is yeah war two, war two is, is yeah, well, I missed it once because I like targeted with the Valka trigger. Could it pay the two or didn't want to or something? I was like, ah, well, okay. Luckily, I still won the game, but I was like, yeah, I was glad to. Well, it's kind of hidden to me, apparently. I don't know. You wouldn't think they'd put that on a creature that grows every turn. For right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, next I have uh, this card I already bought a playset of. It's Portal to Phyrexia. Uh, this one's a new card, obviously. It's the uh, same kind of disclaimer. But I think like there there are decks in Modern that that will creativity or refer... Or not Just creativity into this. Or shape anew. Like you... With the green... Uh, Gingerbread Cavern. So the this the, basically it's a Dwarven Mindbug for green, which gives you food tokens if you have enough uh, forest. And you sacrifice that, get Portal to Phyrexia, and you play like Furies as just evoke creatures that you just reanimate and just kind of keep doing play, stuff like that. They also play Omnath and stuff. Yeah, they'll play uh, Omnath. Yeah, so, yeah. I've seen a few different builds. Yeah, Omnath, Solitude, also looks very good in the, those same decks too. Uh, there may be like there. There's definitely some potential in modern and like pioneer. I saw a list on date like before this was out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, pioneer. I haven't really seen anybody try it. Yeah, I I thought I was going to this week, but I I decided to play Lowesville instead. But I think like this card like could easily see pioneer play in like like the, initially I was like creativity into this instead of like the the win con. Where you know you could just play the win con, but this could be like a potential card and like refurbish maybe a better approach to to getting this into play. So I I don't know. Do we do we posted a list of like that in refurbish with with uh, the portal? I didn't. Okay, I didn't see. He, I, don't, I don't. He wanted I somebody to figure it out for him. Okay. That's, well, he like he posted like his version. He was like, "Can somebody help me, please?" Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, there's definitely like some power there. There's definitely some power behind it. But yeah, so. Magic Aids came out and made the modern one. Gotcha. Okay. I think that that could be like a 
that could be a really good deck. You know, you get you get all the, the, the great classic four color bangers. Well yeah, so. Magic Aids in his video, like he tore some people up with it. It was pretty gross. Yeah. And he yeah. did shape anew. Yep. Yeah. That's that seems that seems quite easy to do. Like that seems like the way to do it in modern. Uh, but I don't think we, yeah, Ship Anew, I haven't looked, but I'm sure it's not Pioneer Legal. No, it's only from Scars. That's what I thought. Uh okay. Next I have I put Relic of Legends. I don't know if I should have. Um But I did. I don't know. It still hasn't found a place. Yeah. Mox Amber is just kinda better. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it is for what you... No, want. yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely is. Um, okay. Uh, since it's... It, that's... Okay, spoiler. That's not going to be the, the color squad to hear. Um, but so we'll go on to some pretty good ones. Uh, next one, I have Stasis Coffin. Uh, I I actually haven't talked to to Jacob if this is in his mono green list. It is not. But, yeah, I didn't... It's, didn't know if it would. Um, no, Green hasn't really adopted it. Yeah, but they did adopt this one. This Stone Brain, uh, it's just so good. Like very, very good. We yeah. went to heavy detail about it. Did, I don't know. Did it make it into the final? I uh, haven't listened to that episode yet. Okay, yeah, because it cut off a little bit. I don't know if we got to the Stone Brain. Um, but I, um, yeah, apologies for that. We were we were talking a lot that night. Um. I, but yeah, this this card's just so strong, like really, really nice to like. You can just win the game on the spot once you once you just do this. And it's just easy to throw in the sideboard. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, last one I have is unlicensed hearse. This one I did not initially. I think I admit just dismissed it for for. We both the, forgot uh, it because it. You, it, you, it, you remembered it, but then I was oh, like, no, I yeah. did, yeah, but it, but I will say it felt like Grease Fang to me, like in the same, yeah. I mean, they're the same set, but like in the same vein of like, <laughs> God, that card's old. Right, yeah. Like, it, it felt like we've had it for like three years. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like a card I didn't think was like, uh, I was like, oh, you can't just exile all the, like, you can't just do the relic thing and just exile graveyards. I was like, eh. But Exiling 2 is pretty good, and just as a win condition on top of that. And you, yeah, you just keep babysitting the graveyard. It's just like such a good sideboard card in Modern and Pioneer. And in some cases, like you just main deck this too. It, like, not really, but like, there have been decks that just have main deck this, and it's, it's passable. Um,. Yeah, that that's actually my colorless card of the year. I oh, it's I by miles. I, it has to yeah. be by miles. I, I All, to, almost. Yeah. You know, honestly, and we're we're gonna you know we're almost at the card of the year because we have lands left. Yeah, we have lands. Like honestly, hearse. Now that I'm thinking way more about it. It's like super close to that. Yeah, as, as a as a card that has affected how you play graveyard hate now. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we gotta go through land still, but like, dude, Hearse, like, I, I just, as we were talking about it, I was like, oh my god, like, I can't really think of decks that don't play it. Right, that yeah. It's... Like, unless you're, like, controlling you don't want it, like, most decks just play Hearse. Yeah. Like, I killed, uh, when I played Yogmoth, I killed the Murktide guy with it. Yeah, I fully it a, believe it. It was, it. it was an 8-8, yeah. and I was like, take 8. <laughs> I was like, wow. 
like, holy shit, this card's absurd. It's out of unholy heat range. Uh, I guess you weren't worried about dress down. Like, yeah, you, they have to have dress down. They have to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely close card of the year. Um, so we'll go to Lance. Uh, we'll, st well, we'll, we'll go by name. Uh, so first one is Aganjo. Uh, is this all just the... Because uh, wasn't there not really a whole lot of lands? I don't remember. No, well, we get all the channel lands. That's what I was going to say. I had, a, I, had a, I had a few. I had a few. Okay. Continue. Uh, well, I guess we'll just do channel lands. Like, I was going to say, they all, they all, they all kind of went there. Yeah. They're all they're, like, you know, they're really strictly better than one. basics. Yeah. yeah. Um, if we were, uh, but well, let's... you can fetch for basics. You can't fetch for these. No, sure, but like if in standard, like you might as well just the first one's free. Like you, yeah, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. You, unless you have a need to play like like leyline binding and you want like land types like that. Then you just play the that's triumphs. Then you, you have triumphs now. But like, yeah, these these were all just so good. Um, I, if I were to, I, I kind of want to rank them. Sure. Uh, but I had Besiegers one, Autobara as the second best one. Uh, Sokinzan as the third best, uh, Takanuba, the black one, as the fourth best, and, and Gonjo as the fifth best, but... I still think they're all, like, relatively close. Besides, like, Maseju, I think they're all, like... And Ottawara. Because I think, like, Sokinzan, Takanuma, and Igonjo are all pretty close to each other. Yeah, I think so, too. But you were just happy to, like... If you, like, you... You want all of these cards, like, yeah, in your yeah, collection, yeah. at the very least, like... yeah. Yeah, I think I have a set of each of them. Like you might as well. Yeah, I think I have a few of each. Like I have a, definitely have enough Autowars and Besejus. Um I mean, you. I mean, yeah. I got those for like ten bucks. I mean, they're not really. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Fork that one out. I I put, I put so this one I was missed. It was cut off from the last recording, but I wanted to include it. It's fortified beachhead. This is a soldier. Um, a blue white land that you anthem for five and tap this land i thought it was like if soldiers is a deck like this is definitely a land for it if it's a plus one counter uh, it's plus one plus one till end of turn for oh, six right. mana that's not that bad yeah and if you're playing soldiers it's free basically it, or it is free so yeah it is free um i put the triumphs so we don't have to go into detail we obviously that car those cards are just really really good Except the arts of them are some of them are really bad arts. Oh <laughs> uh, well, so the the okay, so I will say uh, the uh, the arts that are the full arts of the the whatever they are because there's two arts. There's the yes, the there's three, look, three total arts of the the full arts that look like the triomes from yes. the other set. Those are great. Those look really good, especially they look foil. really good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then there's the bad art. Yes. The the other full arts that look awful. I don't know. They're not even full arts. They're just ugly arts. I don't they're, know. They're like they're, they're gross. They're, yeah, not not a fan. I did also for last land. Uh, I have secluded courtyard. Just like as a like you know we had when they gave us the uh, other land, uh, uncharted territory back in the yeah. Ixalan days. Like, that was a big deal. That made humans in modern. And, like... It, like And, like... It was just a easy land to include. Like, humans could play all the colors, and 
easily now. And this was like the pioneer equivalent because we don't get cavernous holes, but we do have uh, un unclaimed territory, and you have secluded courtyard, so you can make these five color mana bases. Not nearly, not like basically. I was about to say not as much, but it's actually pretty close to like the modern mana base because you just need like a basic planes and some lands that tap for two mana. Um, so you you kind of can still get away with playing uh, like a five color deck be because of this card existing. So I, I definitely wanted to include this card. Okay, I can see that's, that. Yeah, that's that's it though. That's it. I mean, it's a good um, argument for it. No, right? Yeah, it it it. it it's allows... not like you're just throwing it in to throw it in. Yeah. Right. I think I think in Pioneer we only get. Uh, like humans is maybe the only the worth the only tribe that's worth pursuing. Like there's no like oh, slivers. Spirits. No, like a tribe that go that really goes into all the colors. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say spirits plays the territory. Uh, ba yeah, band spirits would. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play the the the, the secluded. Right. Yep. Um, Cole, that's uh, so that's the end of lands and the end of our list. Uh pretty clear Beseju is the the land card of the year but I, I do think uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for the land for the land yeah it's land, definitely Beseju yeah. but Cole um so you said the people spoke and they said Beseju who endures is the card of the year some people said Fable the Mirror Breaker what do you th what is your call for card of the year so we it's it's actually you know what I, I talked to you earlier and you sold me throughout this list that this year was going to be uneventful it's it's, it's so it's hard to pick it's, one it's close to me because like so originally we had talked about this you know and I had put Fable by Beseju I think it's Beseju but thinking about Hearst more and more it's so hard because <laughs> like the argument for Beseju is that it's playable and everything but then it's like the same argument for Hearse the only thing that I had Beseju going for was that it created the Beseju lock in modern while Hearse has not done that <laughs> um sure <laughs> Well, I mean, like, so the way that I always value cards is, like, it, a, any card could be playable in any deck to a degree. Like, Shock. Like, you can play Shock in any deck, whether it's right. effective or not is, is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, because to me, for Fable, for me, Fable, like, created decks that, like, really needed Fable or Fable, like, revolutionized how their deck worked. Like, you know, like we talked about the standard reanimation decks or like Rakdos and Pioneer, Incarnation and Pioneer, Creativity and Modern. Uh, there are decks that like play Fable that like Fable is a very good card in their decks. More so than just being a utility card, you know? Right. Yeah. And then when you think about Hearse, it's like, well, Hearse is like the best graveyard hate we've had in a very long time. Like you have this card that's instant speed activation for no cost. That then can be crewed to kill your opponent. Right. And then you have Besaidu. Yeah. 
and I just think it, it it's like I think it might just be besieged by like a very slim margin. They're all like on a cat league of their own. Yeah, like because last year it was EI by miles. Like there just wasn't really anything close to it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was just EI. Yeah, and then like the year before that, we said it was Uro slash Lurus, but they were both close. Yeah. I think the only reason we really argued, and Lurs got banned this year, right? Yeah, Lurs got banned early this year. And we did it last year. Yeah, so we didn't even see Lurs get banned yet when we did that episode. Yeah, but Uro got banned what, first. So well, that was, that was our big <laughs> argument was that, well, but our big argument was that Uro got banned first because he affected more formats. But... Right. Yeah. It's like Oka yeah, was I, legal I, for like a month, but we still called it the card of the year before that, too. Oh, I mean, Oko, Oko's card of the decade. Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I guess it has to be Besaju. Just just by sheer, if we're just putting numbers, it probably has to be Besaju. For me, it was just like, you see like Besaju existing in sideboards as, at the floor, it's just a land that taps for mana. Yeah, like, t- I, like I think I think it's closer to me with Hearse and Besaju, if we're like arguing. Like the runner-up. If we're oh, arguing oh. numbers... Because, like, to me, Fable created archetypes. The other two okay. cards we just talked about have not done that. They they don't they can't do that. Right. So Fable created right. Fable created decks, while these other two cards have not. And to define a card of the year, you know, it's like Oko Oko was so good that he was put in decks, but he was also so good that he created decks. Right. Yeah. Like food and stuff. So I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's just really hard. Because, I mean, if, yeah. if, if we're going by how we've done it every year, though, because EI won by sheer landslide because we argued that you could put EI in anything. Yeah. So, like, we didn't argue If you're that, blue and red, you played EI. Like, Well, even then, we argued that you could play blue and red. In, like, you, you could splash red or blue to play EI. Right. So. I mean, the only right. deck that it, didn't play yeah. EI was, like, Phoenix and Pioneer. But that was just yeah, cause and, it, that's just because it didn't fit their strategy. Like, you, yeah. That wasn't and, casting and, three spells in a turn. Right, and four color didn't always play EI. Like they would just sometimes play elemental creatures and just yeah. counter spells and stuff like that. Um And Fable is not technically in every red deck. No. Yeah, but that's like we joke this. about Solana's Law, but it's like it's like it's not in like people always try it in decks. Like it it was tried in uh the uh breach decks and in modern I, and there was like some consensus there if that was the thing to do and it's not in phoenix uh i wasn't in your uh blue red your rc no but either. there's another version of that deck that plays it over what i played yeah sure like there yeah. there is a pioneer crackling drake deck that plays for that card right no i agree yeah or so, yeah yeah i'm not gonna dispute that yeah so like i don't it's it's weird because yeah. like fable was so good you built decks around what fable was Right. Like, and then, like, the argument for the other two is they're just so good that you play them in anything. Yeah. So, I'm just just going off of what we have rated things before, it, it has to be Besaju, slash runner-up, very close runner-up to Hearse. Because Hearse, like, Hearse is just really good. Yeah. Like I said, Hearse, Hearse has felt like it's been so long, I totally forgot about it. And like. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, but like, just think, think about that alone. It's just such a staple now that, like, yeah. you you don't, when you build your deck, you're like, okay, well, I gotta have two horses on the board. Right. 
Yeah, it's almost like the free graveyard hate that you could always play. Yeah, like Murktide plays the shit out of that card, and and Yogmoth plays it. Right. Yeah. It, it's like the, it's like Dismember in Modern. It's like I don't have colors to, for removal like Gamulatine, so you just play like Dismember, which costs you just pay a mana and two and four life. And here is just like it's the free graveyard interaction that's just a good card anyway. Like you're not gonna play Tormod Script. If, yeah, if well, the, the, deck, I mean, well, I was gonna like, say the difference with Ursus is it just is always happening. Yeah, like it, it when it hits the battlefield, it's a card that your opponent has to continue. Like they always have to think of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, but yeah, I'd have to put Besaju. I don't know. To me, whenever the sets came out, Hearse had made way more of an impact than Besaju did. Like on uh, on release for the most part, because like I knew the only thing I ever heard about Besaju was that Yawgmoth got a new card, and then Tron got better hate. Oh, Amulet! This was a big deal for Amulet. Yeah, but like nobody, like we didn't really understand the whole Ren and Six thing until Th- until people saw it. It that happens way too much for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, but but like what I'm saying, yeah. it, it kind of felt like the whole. There was another card we just used that as an example of like we didn't really understand sure. how strong it was until it happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Like That's that was me, that was me with Oko. Like seeing the spoiler for Oko, I didn't think Oko was gonna be that good. Ledger Shredder, same thing. Where it's like oh, Ledger Shredder. That the... was the card we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, it, that's how Besaju felt with me. Was that like I saw it and I was like, oh, Tron got a better card. Uh, Amulet. Even Yawgmoth players didn't really talk about it that much. Right. Um, you know, until we until they kind of figured out it was free. And, yeah, then it came down to people just seeing what Renin 6 could do with it. And just how much of the format was actually severely affected by that. Right. Like, that's a big thing that, like, not a lot of players think about. I, I'm under that as well. Like, you don't usually see how strong a card is until it's done to you. Like, Astrolabe 2, back in the day. Oh, my gosh, out. yeah. That was like, like oh, when, yeah. Niv yeah. can play this. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when Ashley got spoiled, people were like, "Oh, Niv is a deck that you can play with this," and it's like, yeah. it's it helps that. And I played Niv with that, yeah, with Oko and shit, and yeah, like that was what you did. And then people realized, oh, this is just free, and it just makes you a yeah. five color deck. At two, you colors. don't have to fetch shock anymore. Like you just get your snow base <clears throat> and snow islands, and for the rest of the game. Yeah, it, if you, I mean, need, it became, if you wanted it, to like keep your life total high and stuff well, like that. I was gonna that. say it became so good people would just shatter it. <laughs> like Yeah. Like that was how good Astrolabe was. And you just could play five color sideboards. Like every color was free. And it just involved like Ponza was a kind of a deck at the time too, and this that deck was so bad because Blood Moon was garbage. Yeah, it was like they'd have to pillage it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have to put Besaju. I'll put Besaju too, but this might be worth like if Fable is like Fable, like they're all these three cards are just so good. Yeah, I was gonna say, it, and, and funny enough, they're all from the same set. But <laughs> no, uh, once Straight, yeah, I forget. Hurst oh, right, 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 right. Um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if down the road, like Fable, like as as busted as it is now, it just became even stronger. I mean, there's arguments to ban it out of Pioneer. And standard, yeah, right? Like people yeah. argue to ban it out of those formats, right? Because of because of how oppressive it is. And and to be fair, I mean, it, it is an oppressive card. Like, it it becomes a card that you have to answer twice. 
Yeah. Because the Goblin Shaman token enough is annoying, and then just obviously the backside. Right. I don't know. I will say, this is probably the closest year, I think, of like... And, and these cards are almost... Well, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to be better than EI. EI was... EI is so good, it's banned out two formats, but... That's true. Well, I mean, the standard banning is up, because it's rotated, but, you know. Yeah. Banned out a Pioneer, and then it, it might be on the way out in Modern. It wouldn't I, I don't know. Like, EI's obviously busted, but is it better than these three cards? Like... I don't know if it's like as cut as you think it is. Like, yeah, it's... I was gonna say tell that to every other player that's ever played EI. I play, I mean I played EI too, and yeah, it's 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 bananas. I, it I guess is... it's hard because like I don't I play Pioneer like half the time too, so it's like well yeah I mean exist. we're both we're both pi- Pioneer players. Like I could not imagine trying to play Pioneer now with like could you imagine Indomitable Creativity with EI? I mean that would be busted. Yeah, no question. Or that blue red control deck would still be a thing. Oh yeah, blue air control. That was a very good deck too. Yeah, the Narge set, and then you collected to find your opponent. Yeah, EI. You know, pick two best cards. You know, I mean, it is. I joked about it yesterday that it was draw three, but it, it is almost draw three. It's pretty close. Yeah. It, I mean, it's basically never miss lane drop draw a card. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I mean that that has two mana sorcery like alone i mean it's it's yeah. it's just a very 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 powerful card I, and we don't talk about bannings but as far as like i, I guess like in modern i think like it's well, Renesic the... should have been Renesic should have been banned and i still think to this day it's close but well i don't know after it not getting banned last time it might never get banned i would but, but we said that about luris too earlier in the year well yeah but I... like luris it took like the community rising up after that and we're like why the fuck are you not banning this card right like that's that's kind of what it came down to with Luris was like the community was just so outraged that like they wouldn't ban it and I I do think a majority of that is to the fact that uh, Wizards didn't want to admit Companions was busted. Um, <sighs> there's there's no like we hardly see Companions anymore. Are like, you we serious? See, we don't. We see Kar- some Yori and some like Jugantha and that's Karuga. If are. So you're, I think you're. That's very, like not busted. That's just a thing you can do. I think you're very zoned, but it's free. Like that's the thing it's, you're. Free, that's the thing you you're forgetting. To, you're. It's. It's not. I, it, okay. How is it not free? How? Please, okay. If your argument okay. is that it's three okay. mana, so in modern, in you, you, like you can choose between Ren and Six or this companion. In modern, you can play Jigatha and Ren and Six, which is something that people do. I, I was. I was sorry. I was talking about Karuga. I'm sorry. Um, Jigant like. You're so. It is. It's, it is already an advantage if your opponent has a card that you cannot touch that they can get later. If you're both, if you're both in a no, board okay. stall, I, I admit, like it's, it is a like. The companion on its face just reads strong, right? I but, it doesn't like. It's not over. Like does it just because I play Gigantha doesn't mean my deck is better than yours? I'm not arguing well, that, but you're okay. you get the advantage of having a card that cannot be touched. That in a late game scenario you do get. I watched Spike kill Alec when Alec was on scam with a Jagatha. Because they got to a board stall. And then Spike was like, I'll put Jagatha into my hand and then play a 5 5. And then won the game. Yeah. Alec didn't have that option. Alec didn't yeah, have but a free how, card. How many, how many times does that, that happen? That happens more often than you think, Brent. I, I don't think it happens that much. You don't think that you just get. Brent, okay, what decks do you play? 
I, I mean, I play my bullshit decks. Like I, you I, play I, combo I play decks. decks. I play combo decks, right? So your deck doesn't go those games, but there are like black red scam does go long. These grinding station decks go long, like the deck that Spike played, the red green grinding station deck. It would go long. I, get, I no 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 I I'm with you. Like I get that. But you're but you're so zoned in that you like, and I will admit, modern is a fast format. Sure. So there are games that yeah, the, the, the companion doesn't matter, but there are many games. Like, how often do you think Blue Eye wins with Kahira? I, I think it actually, that would happen even more than like it. It happens all the ju- time. Now, I was I would say like that would certainly happen a fair bit of the time. I don't I don't want percentages or anything like that, but but I think and it's, like and it, and I will say now it's even more so in Pioneer. Like whether Karuga is not the truth in Modern or whether it's not the truth in Pioneer, there are plenty of games that just people just play an Omnath into Karuga and then draw four cards. Sure, and that does win the game a lot of the time. No, that that yes, that's very strong. But and it's we still like, have Yorian and Pioneer, right? Like, I am never gonna say I. I think the companion mechanic was one of the biggest mistakes Wizards has done. I, I yeah, I okay. Think, I'm I'm not gonna like def, like it's yes the way it was like I I will like. I will agree with you. I will agree with you there on the record. It doesn't mean like, like to me, like I've said this before, I think Obosh was like the perfect companion because it, I, I put a Mori, the, the tribal card, like it, the way that companions sure. are is they should be a gimmick that should not benefit you so much that the game changes. Well, Obosh is like it, that, that restriction I thought was real. Like you don't get you don't no, get to play but, but look at Garuda. Like, you don't play even. Like that's like the I think Garuda is the biggest example of like why Companion was gross. So like oh I think yeah, so too. Yeah. Well, so like we talk about like Luris, right? We talk about early game Luris. Garuda got banned out of Legacy, right? Because you yeah, just, I agree. Because yeah. or uh, Vintage or yeah, that's one of those because of like just the sheer fact that you just got to combo with it. Right. And it was a card. Like I said, it's a card that sits outside the game that you, no one can touch until you want to. Right. Like, that's the biggest problem about those cards is it's like, yes, it, it does. I mean, we'll quote unquote, give you a disadvantage. A lot of them don't. No, 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 no. I, I agree. And Lurus had literally like no disadvantage at all. Like, yeah, and no, it was, and, and the, the, also the, the advantage fact that Luris, was is insane. The well, the fact that Lurus was only permanence. Right. Like that was a problem. Lurus should have been that, everything. I, I agree. Because I'm there was literally Lurus blue black control. Yes, like, like Snapcaster and, and the the Creature Land, and yeah, like that was a deck with Crypt. Yeah, that and shit. Was, yes, I agree. Yeah, so like that, like, like companions. Like I said, I I think the mechanic, and that's why a lot of people make a joke that they'll bring it back at some point. And I, I definitely think Wizards has, has seen what it. To, I mean, Akoria as a whole was a was an arena set, like mutate yeah. and all that. Like those were. Car, those are mechanics made for arena and that yeah. that's kind of the same thing with companion like companion was kind of just made for arena and they didn't really think about it in the sense of outside of other formats because like in standard Luris didn't see any play right uh, there's I, not enough good cards that are worth like yorian saw and... a lot of play and then like, right and i think uh kahira and gigantha yeah and then obviously garuda had a combo deck and then they fixed it but um, but yeah, like just having any 
as a as a person who's played multiple card games, any card game where you're given a free card advantage that cannot be touched is usually beneficial to a point that it shouldn't be allowed. Like having access to yeah, a card okay. that my opponent does not get access to. Because like the way to think about it is like like I said in those grindy matchups, like in games that go long, like I always have one card in hand and you cannot touch it. Right. Like at some point I will have a five five. Or at some point, like Blue Eye Control, I'll have a three two. Right. Like yes, there are more gimmicky companions. I mean, obviously, like even Karuga and obviously Obosh, uh, Omori, Lutri, um, you know the 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 lower on the list ones. Right. Yeah. Like they're gimmicky and they're cute, and that's what companions should have been. That no, that's that's why I say Obosh because you're giving away. I'm a red aggro deck, or I'm well, like but, a I mean, they're... red aggro deck, and so it's like okay, so this fetch shock hand, fetch shock thoughtsies starting hand is not good. Because I'm going to be at 15 to start the game. I'm going to play where I could fetch into a swamp and Inquisition. It's like, you know, you, you, you see face up what I'm playing against. So that's why I like Obosh and that kind of idea of what the companion mechanic should be. But, like, I agree. Like, Gigantha is like, oh, I built this really good deck. Oh, and now Gigantha is this illegal play. I'm going to play Gigantha. There's no reason not to. Like, all like all these blue-red... Uh, decks like Gigantha sees a lot of play like in a lot of different builds i mean tron your, plays yeah. it like like you there know, are yeah, tron, tron decks that play it because right. it, it is tron just a probably... free card no i yeah yeah when it's when it's free like Gigantha, like loris like yorian like, like Hira for control like that's not good like that those should not have ex- i think i think Kahira and loris are big offenders because like to me for Kahira. Kahira has the text on it that it should be in a tribal deck, right? Yes. But yeah. it's, but it's not. I think it, it's, it I mean it wasn't elementals, yeah. I'll give it credit. But like uh, before that, it was just like you'd play you could play creatureless and just Well, that's have what that's all control is. Well, I mean now control oh, yeah. is the elemental elementals, the solitudes. Right. But like Yeah. Kahira to me is like a big offender because it go against what you would think the companion should be there for. Right. And that's the same thing with, like, Luris, too. I mean, obviously, like, Luris... I don't even know what Luris was designed for, but... Like, <laughs> I don't either. But, you know, and then, like, obviously, like I said, like, Jagatha's free, and it's... It's, like, I don't know. It just punishes... The the fact that it's free, that's the problem. That, and like, it's a bit, those well, are the problems. The, the fact that you me. also can't touch them is a, is a huge problem. Because your opponent knows it's there, but they can never stop it. Like... You would have to, it, yeah. to. The only way to stop it is to hold up an answer for it the rest of the game. But how often are you going to do that? Like, yeah, hold up a counterspell or whatever. I guess. Yeah, like if you're like Merktide, you're like, well, I guess I can have to hold up. Counter-. And I, I'm sure Merktide would play Jagatha if Merktide wasn't double blue. Uh, yeah, I think so. So like, the fact that they're free, like I, I don't know. I will always stand that I think Companion was a mistake. I'm obviously not one of the people that say just ban the mechanic. I I agree with Brent. I think that's a dumb thing to do. But I mean, that's. But yes. I mean, but like, look yeah. at the track record. We have two banned out of modern already. Right, and there's more bannings in. Well, other I mean, it, too. well, like I said, and and like we talked about Karuga, but you can look at list and Karuga sees modern play. It's not like it's not played. And same thing with like, and I mean, the effect of him and Pioneer is even worse. Like, yeah, it is a very real deck in Pioneer. 
I, I yes, I, 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 hundred percent agree with that. So like, and and it is it like, just the downside to playing them is not as bad as people think it is. Yeah, I, like, I wish there. Like we I, I, when I, we all saw Karuga when it first came out, we were all like, oh, they're like that's impossible. Now to be fair, there was yeah. a standard standard fires played Karuga because it was standard. And you weren't doing anything until turn three, anyways. But <laughs> like besides right. that, I mean, we all saw Karuga. And we're like, oh, that like that's the worst companion. Yeah. And like, look at it now. Because of new cards that get printed, right? That break the rules, like Leyline Binding, being a yeah. six mana enchantment, but it's really one mana. Right. Like you get to just play that with Karuga. Like you can play Fire. I can monitor. You get Fire and Ice and Standard or in newer sets. You get like Brazen Borrowers and uh, Bone Crusher Giant too. That's cheating, but you can play these early interactions. Well, and then too. in mo- well, in modern, you have all the elementals. Right, in mod- all, yeah. And all the incarnations are above three. Yeah. So you have Fury, and you can play that on turn one. Right. So. Yeah. Like I said, I I, I just... <laughs> card of the Year's companion mechanic, but... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I would be shocked if we ever did see it come back in not a degree where it's just so bad that it's unplayable. But even then, like I said, it doesn't take much to make them good. Like, it took Leyline Binding to make Karuga yeah. see play. Yeah. Like, people are not... Like, these aren't cards that people aren't looking at anymore. Like, I think people are always going to look at companions and be like, well, when can I, like, just companion this card for free? And it's it's great. Uh, I th- I mean, I think it comes after the deck. Like, like you have the deck and you're and, like... Well, I think people come- built... I'm sure people built... Like, you could build a better Fires deck in Pioneer without Karuga. No, but Karuga is yeah. just so good because it just draws cards, so it's free for the deck. Right, like you can and, play and then, earlier interaction with your fires deck, like what the Enigmatic deck does. I mean, even Yorian just like or Yorian is in those uh, fires deck too, where it's just like I'll just shove twenty extra cards in. I can get. Well, yeah, there's two different there's one, two different fires decks. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there's the Enigmatic fires, and then there's fires with Kenrith. Right. With oh, Omnet. yeah, yeah. So I, sh- I should clarify. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. So like um yeah, I don't know. It's companions are gross and like I know you use Obosh as like the example, but like before they fixed it, like Obosh was an offender for the most part. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like it's like even to this day if like red aggro ever like got good again, like I don't know. It kinda comes out that they just like you know, you're grinding out against red aggro, you have no cards in hand, they just play Obosh. Right. And it's like, now it's a 6-5 that you have to deal with. <laughs> right. So, I don't know, it's just, but, like like I said, just the fact that these things, for game, and, and I mean, it's Magic the Gathering, like, you never know where games are gonna go. That's true. And, like, like I said, I've watched you play uh, uh, Indomitable Creativity, and you go to, like, turn 12. Yeah, games go both, long, games get weird. Yeah. yeah, and that happens a lot to a lot of decks. Yeah, I would have... In that game, I would absolutely like put X Companion in hand and just cast it as a Yeah, as a gets, like imagine putting it against Devin. Like, just like you like if you had Jagatha, because you could have, I guess, or whatever, like, here's Jagatha, go! And like Devin's like, well, I can't attack anymore. Right, it's like, yeah, exactly. I agree, like, it, it, with the, like the free ones I don't like, because, and there were too many free ones. Like the, the well, there were actually... too many free ones, and there were too many that like just were so impactful. Like even Karuga, like if Karuga just draws three cards, like that's just so good, right? 
and like uh like Yorian like like doing what Yorian did and Luris um I mean Garuda before it got fixed obviously yeah like I mean Garuda was just I don't know like I said they, they, it's a, Ikoria yeah. was made for arena and it was made for standard yeah like they did not look into anything past standard that's baffling to me like well I mean I've known since like Oath of the Gatewatch that wizards never looked at older formats yeah I mean, like, look at Eldrazi Winter. I know you weren't playing during that time, but not, uh, not, not modern. But like, uh, I knew, I knew a little before then because that was always a joke that they never looked at older sets, but yeah. or older formats. But yeah, no, I mean, the older formats don't make them money. Yeah. So like, why would they need to care? Just be like, oh, you know, I have Ugin exists, so maybe we should be careful printing these like, you know, two mana, two ones that become clones. Right, but I mean, yeah, it, it, it's whatever. Wizards is a it's, company, it, yeah. and you know they they make these sets years in, or a year in advance, right? But even then, like like I said, Ikoria should have been done better, and the companion mechanic should have been looked at a lot more. I don't think they really saw. Like I think if they did look at older formats for the companion mechanic, they would have realized how good it was. Because like I said, for standard, it it was okay. Like Yorian was yeah. good, and like Karuga. I mean, Garuda was the biggest defender because of uh, Spark Double. Right. And like, so many clones. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, we didn't really think about that. I could I could <laughs> take that. Like, I could, I could accept that. I'd be like, okay. Like, listening to um, the dev team when they made MH1, like, uh, what was it, Todd Anderson or Brad Nelson? It was uh, Jerry Thompson who worked with... Uh, well, it was Todd Anderson. It, it might have been Brad the, Nelson then. It was another person. No, too. yeah. But yeah, like... There was a few people. But yeah, like, there were like... Yeah listening to them try to talk about mh1 like it they really didn't even seem like they tested like anything which was always like hogak especially i mean obviously everyone looks at hogak but right that's the obvious well because like even their argument to like why hogak was okay is because they were like oh well this would be a good card in dredge and it's like well i mean like it didn't take much to look elsewhere <laughs> Like, I don't know. That's why I never really understood, like, why Wizards... And, well, I mean, that was Wizards' attempt to, like, getting these competitive grinders, you know, to to play test yeah. a set. Yeah. I mean, look, Jerry... I mean, uh, yeah, we kind of touched on it briefly a few pods ago where Jerry, like, wrote an article about when he worked on the set and originally... I think if it cost black-green and then seven, like, I think that would have been a, a world of difference. This being able to... You have to have a black and a green creature... To convoke it. I think that would have, like, obviously tramples up, gets brought up a lot. Like, why does it have trample? Why can't I just like chump it with this idiot or whatever? Yeah, I mean, obviously it'd be like a lot more fair if it was jumpable. Right. Um. But we're we're past it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, and obviously, oh, Jerry, no, nothing compares it, to um, them talking about uh, Oko. And it wasn't Jerry T, <laughs> but it was like the regular dev team that were trying to. Oh, talk. I. Yeah, oh, it's I, it's absurd. Like, uh, <laughs> like they had no idea. <laughs> like then again, though, when I looked at Oko, like face value, you know, you're like, oh, you turn like your thing into a three three. Like that seems okay. I mean, the, I mean, it's also <laughs> right. I mean, the cat combo back in uh, Aether uh, Kaladesh Aether Revolt. Like, oh wait, we just made an infinite combo. <laughs> well, I mean, so they said in the dev team they knew about it, but they just thought it'd be more answerable because of like unlicensed disintegration. Fatal push, but they didn't realize that like, oh, and uh, hardest lightning. Oh, I thought they completely missed it. 
no, like did not. No, I thought I thought they talked about it. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. Like it, it lived for a pro tour and then got banned. So, I mean, yeah. Which is a funny thing too. And I was talking to Roger about it, and I found the video on the pro tour. And now he's gonna listen to this. Um, so I brought show his ass because he was like, "Oh, it was banned before the pro tour." It's not true. There was a pro tour that it it existed in. It had one. I think Martyr Vehicles was the best deck. Though. Yeah, because it crushed it. Because like yeah. that was the thing about it was that if you were an interactive deck with a lot of removal, which was vehicles. And also, you were a fast deck, which was vehicles. Um, you just run it over, right? So, so it's it's kind of similar to the uh, blue red prow like pre MH two blue red prowess versus Heliod combo. Heliod combo was like the best deck, but yeah, if but you were just a easy fast... to hold a bolt, yeah, it's easy to hold a bolt and just like continue with the game plan. It yeah, sounds like exactly that. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah, like I was gonna say with like vehicles, you had like Articuran, which was a four four flyer. Right. That like was really easy to crew and you were just turning sideways every turn, like and like yeah. the control removal in that, that format wasn't really that like great. Like no. you had like Fumigate <laughs> and then like Squaltering <laughs> Suns, but like most of the vehicles just came back and then you know, you couldn't really get rid of the vehicles part of vehicles. Right. So like like you just sit there and rat the board and then they go like, Alright, Gideon make a two two attack with Heart of Kieran. Right. And it's like, Oh, okay, well I'm getting fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Nice sweeper. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you couldn't get rid of Gideon. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, there's our there's our card of the year. <laughs> right, plus tangent. Yeah, plus, plus tangent. We always have to go on tangents. Yeah. Especially when we talk about companions. Yeah. Probably one of the most uh, divisive topics, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it's just, I mean, most people agree that companions are gross, but it's yeah. very divisive in people's answer. I'm not here to say it's fair. Well, I'm no, just no, like... no, no, I'm not saying you are, but, like, it's very divisive in people's answer of how to deal with it. Right. Because there, there's many different ways people argue of, like, oh, you should just ban the mechanic, or you should just do another change. Like, I've heard everything. They're like, I, I don't know. I think Wizards is fine just banning off the ones that are gross. Yeah. But, like, but the I... argument, though, is, like, if if every set just makes one gross again, like how, like how many times down the line are we gonna keep going? You know, sure. Like, cause it doesn't look good. Well, it doesn't look good to like like my argument the whole time when the people say, "Well, no, 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 yeah, ban the mechanic." Yeah, that looks even worse. That I mean, for PR standpoint, it's like really bad, but it's also like you're gonna make like forty five card status changes across all these formats when. It's not relevant in Legacy. It's not re- relevant in Vintage. It's not really relevant in Commander. It's and it's barely. It's like s- somewhat relevant in those two formats, and they're not problems. Like they're they're busted. Like they're if you could do it, it's busted. But it's like like the best decks don't necessarily ha- are because of Companion. They are just the best decks because they play the best cards or whatever. Yeah, that's why. Like I would say, like ban the ones that become problems. Right. Like. I like you know we talked about Yori. It's like it's not necessarily the problem in modern, but we're we're happy that it's, we'd rather it not exist rather that than nothing at that point. Like I mean, yeah, I'll take. I guess I have to take bare bones. Well, when it, yeah, when it should have been the other thing that got banned. Yeah, I, well, I mean, should have been the fucking planeswalker. Yeah, I mean, like four color controls now, like definitely not tier. Like it's tier something. It's not. It's not the best deck, and that's. I think we're better for it as. For modern players <laughs> like i like the format more now it's, maybe it helps to play the like among the best deck repeatedly so i don't know yeah, i don't know the for me and the format aren't really side by side right now so 
Well, you just got back. You got Yawgmoth. Like, you, that's that's a good deck. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Modern to me after four color just like really took a, a like a downhill turn for me. So I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm still open. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Um, I, I'm not gonna give up yet. I've got Yogmoth, and I really really like Yogmoth. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait it out. You know. Yeah. Okay, uh, should we wrap it up? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for checking us out. We'll get you guys next time. Later.